welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. You are about to listen to a very special episode of Block Talk as we celebrate the year of Drag Race. It was a long and wild road and I want to take a moment to acknowledge all of the amazing guests who joined me this year. If you want to recap an episode of Drag Race in 2023, please be sure to hit me up on Instagram. There are a lot of shows coming up, so let's chat. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit ThemeInTheNow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. After 11 seasons, 105 episodes, the drag race year has come to an end in 2022. We were served an array of iconic moments, major milestones that will go down in history, and a cast of drag artists that are about to take over the mother-tucking world. It's time to celebrate them all in the Block Talk Drag Race End of the Year Awards. And joining me to celebrate it all are Block Talk Drag Race All-Stars. <laughs> Amanda Masker, Miss Felicia, Precious Envy, and joining us eventually, hopefully, Scouts Honor. Welcome. Hello. hello, hello. What a year it's been. I think between all of y'all, you've probably been on the most recaps for the year overall, based on um, you know, sometimes stepping in when people bail. <laughs> we're reliable. We're not gonna name names, but I feel that's like how I got my people. Philippines crown. I got them, I was the most on that one. And I feel like some of y'all have um, replaced the same person multiple times. <laughs> the person may not come on the podcast ever again. We'll see. Huh? 2023, turning over a new leaf. Um, it's the same leaf. Uh, oh my God, that was so 2021. Remember <laughs> the leaf moment? Oh. Good times, good times. Well, we're here to talk about everything that happened in 2022. This is also my way to refresh what happened in 2022 because I'm old and I feel like I can't remember anything and I'm about to interview a lot of these queens and I need to be able to talk about what happened on their season so this is a great way to discuss everything now before we dive into all of this fun i'm going to put you on the spot i want you to describe the year of drag race in a single word or phrase all right drag race 2022 was blank miss fallacia overhaul okay overhaul Um, amanda Chaotic. Chaotic, yes. Precious. An onslaught. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, those all work. Um, I would dare least I would dare say it was a phenomenon. Phenomenon. <laughs> good one. Um, yeah, so eleven seasons. It was two more than last year. Um, if speculation is right, we're gonna have 14 or 15 next year based on what has been announced and what is soon to come. Oh God. Is there too much drag or do we have to really start diving into the mindset of these are drag races for specific markets, just like the voice is for that specific, specific country. American Idol is here and, and uh, British UK Idol, whatever. They're all for specific countries, but just because it's drag, we all watch it all because it's a very niche market. Is that what we have to understand? It's also accessible. Whereas 
we have wow presents you have one app that you can watch it all on and you don't have you know you can binge a season once it's done especially the ones that are only like six episodes you can watch it when it when it airs uh, after it airs but i think with other um franchises they're only aired in their country so it's like top model was a machine as well but i didn't have to see anything other than the american version right I mean, there are obviously shows like Survivor Big Brother where there is a fandom who does watch the international versions because they're very good. Um, dare I say sometimes better than the American version, just like Drag Race. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I guess the question really is, is it too much or do we just have to be proud to have this much queer content? I think I'm content with the amount of Drag Race, honestly. Um, it sucks for people who like you who have committed to watching and like reviewing <laughs> every <Yeah>. single <laughs> every 11 season or 14. But, you know, I'm at the place where I'm like, OK, maybe I don't need to watch the subtitled seasons because it's not necessarily for me. Um, and or like I didn't watch Espana, too, but I have heard great things. So I'll probably go back and watch it in the future. And I think that's OK um it sucks for a lot of the queens who like go on to get this exposure and maybe the audience isn't um as excited when a new new group of queens like come on the scene but you know that's just part of the game um we gotta step our pussies up and keep on elevating it you know i mean that's partially why these verse the worlds and soon to be global all-stars are becoming a thing it's going to force people to have to go back and watch it should they want the full story um but we'll see we'll see what's going to happen because there are some amazing contestants throughout the globe true mm-hmm. so here's how it all broke down with this many episodes <laughs> drag race 14 was 16 episodes drag race all-star 7 12 drag race espana 2 was 12 drag race philippines 10 drag race uk 4 10 canada's drag race 3 was a weird number nine um, Drag Race Down Under 2 was eight episodes. Drag Race France, eight episodes. Drag Race Italia 2, eight episodes. Canada vs. the World and Drag Race UK vs. the World, both six episodes. And I think we're all safe to say it was not enough to have a full season make sense. They, both yeah. of those seasons needed eight, at least. Yeah, two more episodes. Yeah. Does it mean I, I, we needed one more queen? Probably, but... I, I think it needed one to two more queens to make it feel like having it more than six episodes was worth it or instead of it doing a top four if they kept it nine instead of having a top four you break it down to a top three even to a top two and you just have to that's how you do it and they love a stupid lip sync smackdown they do they do they're gonna change that i wonder yeah well as i mentioned 2023 brings new new finales listen well because that's how what four four seasons four seasons ended this this way with a lips to make lip sync smackdown probably again this is why you can't ask me specific questions because i can't retain <laughs> information that i can tell you that uh, sure let's go with four um, i think it was four now friends listeners we have 17 categories that some of y'all voted on for the best of the year we're going to go through all of them in a kind of smattering of an order so there's not much of a order but i kind of lumped them into places and then we'll discuss some of the season all 11 seasons in 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 full but let's start off with our first award it is time to award our favorite season i'm starting off 
with the big we're one. Start big. We're starting big. big. Obviously, all 11 seasons were nominated. In third place, we have a tie. Drag Race Espanya 2 and Drag Race Philippines. Nice. Second place, Drag Race UK 4. Uh-huh. And our winner, with 45.7% of the vote, Drag Race All-Star 7. Ooh. I can see it. I can see it. I'm not super surprised, yeah. We also had votes for Canada's Drag Race 3 and Drag Race 14 and Drag Race France, but they were not our top three. Not our top three. But at the same time, let's discuss another winner. Our favorite winner. Do we have any predictions? Precious. I think... Oh, sorry. Um... I think it might come down to either because also with All Star Seven being the favorite, I could see Jinx taking the win. But also, I, I would go with Willow Peel because that was who I voted for, so that's who I want to take the win. Place, yeah. Um, Jinx is our first two-time winner. That's fierce, the Sandra of drag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I think it's Jinx. I'm a Amanda, say. who do you think it's going to be? Oh, it's obviously Jinx. Like, there's no questions. <laughs> All right. In, in third place, it is Paloma from Drag Race France. Okay. Second place, Willow Pill with our Willow! winner, Jinx Monsoon, getting 34.3% of the vote. Nice. Um, there were other votes for Danny Beard, Roger O'Hara, La Diamond, Precious Paul Nicole, and Spanky Jackson. So let's talk cool. about our first season. Obviously, let's discuss Drag Race All-Star 7, where Jinx Monsoon is our two-time winner. This season also gave us eight previous winners, seven from the American um, iteration, one from the UK version, and we had no eliminations. What do we think about this format? Should we like adopt that for other All-Star seasons? No. No. Okay, we got to know. We got to know. No. Not for, uh, no. no. But they should Maybe. Find it for this. Maybe. Oh, go ahead, Amanda. Keep it for this because I think, again, like, yeah, all got their crown. They all won. And it would be the shittiest thing to all of a sudden send someone home and, like, you know, again, take that win away from them. And also, it kind of like it made the competition so much better because they really were giving it, like, it's a celebration. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were celebrating. It was they were giving it their best efforts. And even if they failed, like it's still like they they served on the runway. Like it was just so good. Like I, I think out of all the seasons, I can understand why it was the winner because it's definitely my winner. I was the most content with those episodes. I was the most content with like nothing upset me about the season. And that obviously had a huge part in it, you know? Yeah. Um because it was all winners and we wanted to do something special for the winner um, and the losers, apparently. We had a second bracket when it came to this lip sync SmackDown, which we saw Raja win. Now, there was a lot of controversy after the season that maybe um, after a little blow up between Raja and Michelle, perhaps um, production played a little favoritism here. <laughs> um, because let's be honest, Raja against most of those queens should never, ever, ever win a lip sync. How does that yeah. happen? <laughs> What do we think of this new lip sync bracket for the losers? Should it have um, been this way, or does the second place person get the prize? I don't. I don't think it's fair that like the best of literally like the bottom queens <laughs> gets money, whereas Monet, who actually beat Jinx in the lip sync, and 
did a great job in the season, like gets nothing. So no, I don't, I didn't agree with that, but sure. It's fun. Let them all perform. Raj is old. She's dying. Give her her money. You know? <laughs> now, now with all of that, um, being said obviously this season was um sickeningly sweet there was no negativity really when it came to the judging but we have been told by some of the contestants that it was not always so sweet. Right, there yeah. was some negativity amanda why do you think we kept it as a celebration as opposed to a real drag race season where there is going to be tops bottoms and and not some great comments because again, at the end of the day, they already fucking won. They did it once. They got the comments. They got the feedback. They got the criticism. They learned from it. They grew and they made it to the end. So either way, it's like, again, you had a bad day. Who cares? You won your season. Like, what is I guess, I guess the question really is, is though, if they did get it. The, answer, the answer is they won a season two and winners aren't going to come back. <laughs> So then why did they even the say it? Why was there any negative critiques even coming out of those people's mouths? Well, I think they. I think it was one of those things where they had the option to how they wanted to portray it. And I think when they went through the editing, they decided, you know what? Let's stay positive on the queens because there could have been those blowups could have happened. They said, you know what? We don't want. It could have also been we're not going to show you in a bad light to get you back in there. Because I know and- Jinx had said that what how they got her back in was these new this new twist these new twists and things was to get them in i would say if they go with the second season i would love more point twists to happen throughout the season than at the very end to be like okay if you win this you're gonna get the job not to say that shay and monet did not deserve the wins in that last episode because they clearly did but it was it did feel like we wanted Shay in the end, so this is how we're going to make sure she gets there. Yeah, That's how it true. felt towards the end. But I was I happy know. with with how it went. But I would much rather be like this week. The challenge is three points. Next week it's one. And th- like have it be a little bit more like I agree. I agree. Inventive. I feel like at the end of the day, like it's it's like the best of the best. So it's not really in the show's interest to be like. We crown this queen, but she's like busted at snatch game. You know? <laughs> so like, yeah, they're they're gonna like hype them all up, and that's okay. I would like for next season, next all winners have a little bit more of like less like blind, like wow, you're so amazing, because like some people did have some faults in. Yes, there was the a lot series, of gaslighting. That's what yeah. There was a lot of so, gaslighting. But you know, what? it's all it's all good. I also like that it was a way for the queens to kind of just, because they weren't going to get eliminated, even if they didn't win the challenge, they're like, I'm going to do something different. I'm just going to have fun. And I think for some of them, it was like, I'm going to have fun with this. If I don't win this, I at least am going to make, be stupid, which is what Rue always loves. Be stupid. Yeah, that was the best. Obviously, one of the twists of the season was the golden plunger. (laughs) Um, why have they not sold that out on the World of Wonder website yet? I want a golden plunger. Oh my God. Well, first of all, the fact that they called it platinum when it was clearly already yeah, silver. Right. No, because no one really wants to uh, get glue and sprinkle the gold on it. Nope. Um, the other big moment, um, obviously there's other things that happened in the season. We can save some of it. But one of the very big moments was the first spoken word lip sync. 
Can we do this again, oh. please? What's the next? That was so coming? good. That was so good. Um, I would love, love the Mrs. White monologue from Clue. Lame. I think if we're doing because of length, uh, the Miranda Priestley Double Horse Prada, yeah, that Cerulean monologue would be one to give like a longer thing because I do feel the Mrs. the Mrs. White one does feel like it's very short and sweet that's fair that's fair that would be so good but i think it was very important to have this moment on this all winter season which everyone was going to be watching because it goes back to the root of drag which is a lot of spoken word mm-hmm. it was interesting to see on twitter kind of people like you know again that we're celebrating this and then like being within the drag community it's like oh honey like this happens more often than every not. night yeah like yeah. Every night do you, do you know how many mixes have and the night light which went out in georgia in them it's yeah, like literally, like i have mixes with like you know adam's family clips like mm-hmm. I, come on now but you know again like a lot of people watching drag race they don't know they don't necessarily support their local drag artists they're they're not they're not, well especially well because they're teenagers and they can't get to a bar that too but um so it's in, like it's good to introduce them so yes i think it's great that they did that even if they have the misconception that like wow this was like a monumental thing when it's like now honey we all do this <laughs> any final thoughts on drag race all-star seven before we move on um great showcase of like the best of the best mm-hmm. all around fun time season Let's do it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> agreed. Everything you said, agreed. Yes, I I do hope that Rue expands the cast and allows um, contestants who are not on her shows. Um, obviously, there were still rumors of Priyanka being an alternate, but um, I would like to see some of these other winners get a chance to fight them all. Give me Envy versus Carmen. I think it's completely possible. I don't think any of these rules that like the fandom has like set in place are actually there so i think it might have also just been uh visa you have to worry the one worries is visa issues and things like that with for the for the travel i think that's Mm -hmm. probably one concern aside from uh like someone like carmen who isn't fully versed in english so she would have trouble you know worse probably worse than how they treat the 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 puerto rican girls I mean, but see, like, to me, that's a very easy solution. Like, lots of shows just have, like, a translator. It's not really... Exactly. It would be, like, someone who, you know, is uh, hard of hearing. Like, you know, get someone to sign for them. That's not really, you know, it's... Why wouldn't you, like, make it more... And and if you're watching The Circle, it's happening there. I still need to see the season. Uh. Um, I think, I think, as once, if we see in this upcoming year an international queen on an all-stars on a on a u.s all-stars i think that completely puts it in to the t- onto the table that we will get international winners yep. on all, all-stars all winners you know we we, we will certainly see well, what happens. And we'll, we'll just have to wait and see you know <laughs> all right let's go to our third category we are going to crown the most iconic lip sync and i want to remind everyone this is iconic lip sync does not mean it was the best lip sync it just holds a very special place in our heart for what we watched on the television sure um i wanted to give you our third second and first place and then we'll discuss um those options in third place with a three-way tie 
<laughs> we have Monet Exchange versus Shea Calais doing Supernova. Mm. La Bigberta versus Lolita Banana doing Corpse. And Beverly Kills versus Queen Kong doing The Beginning. <laughs> that was my um, <laughs> Like I said, iconic. Not best, very iconic. Um, in second place is Baby vs. Dakota Schiffer doing No Way. And in first place, I will still stand by and say this is one of the best lip syncs in the history of the show. Janie Jacquet, Pan Johnny Heels, We Like to Party on Drag. <laughs> yes! 25 that moment lives. Yeah, I didn't um, vote for that because that was one of the memes and I voted for that as the meme. Um, but that's exciting. The, the, it just brings a smile to everybody's face. <laughs> It really, and it really was one of the best episodes of the season because of everything that happened on that episode. Um, do we need more Venga Boys? Okay, so Race? my first ever CD as a kid was the Venga Boys. Um, so yes, Up and Down <laughs> is a bop. Um, I mean, listen, if we get Boom, 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 I Want You in My Room, Boom, 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 a bop. Oh, that's a good one. A bop. <laughs> Um, why was this the most iconic lip sync, Amanda? Um, I'm not sure because I didn't vote for that. Um, <laughs> Same. Honestly, honestly, the only picture I have in my head right now is Pangina as like a Pikachu kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> and that's like, okay, that's like a vibe. And like, you know, with everything going on and like, you know, yeah, that makes sense. Like, of course, people are going to love that. Remember that. Um, would I necessarily think it's iconic? No, not at all. But that's just me personally. Precious, have you adopted Janie's workout routine? And are you doing that in your performances now? Um, no, my handography only goes it only goes so far. See, my vote Listen, went to my vote went to the the uh, Obama versus uh, Pantera virus because it was one of that lip sync was everything you shouldn't do during a lip sync she did and it was like she knew she was leaving so she said fuck it and i'm gonna break every rule and crawl on that stage and crawl on the judges panel and i was like yeah this is messy and that's why i chose it wait can you further describe because i okay so I, this was on... not watch italia like I... so this is italia Adrega Italia had a uh, um, a queen named Obama, and she pretty much they weren't feeling her, and it's like you saw her that she was going to be going home. I think she knew it, and so she literally got off the main stage, crawled onto the judges' table, crawled on the judges' table, and the other girl that was against her was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna." She followed suit. So they literally had a lip sync on the judges' table, and it was like messy and like it, it was just so. It was like bad, but yet amazing. It was. It was just like you watch it, and you're just like, "Oh shit!" It's yeah. We haven't seen that in a while in the U.S. versions. Well, no, no, we've never seen well, it on the, like, the, the, the judges' table well, ever. Against the rules. Outside, outside it's a, it was season three when Carmen Carver went, went up on kissed, went up and kissed. Um, yeah, that's kissed one of the guest judges. Somewhere. Yeah, that's as far as ever anyone's ever gotten to go off because the there stage. is that unsaid um, potential rule that if you <sighs> jump off the Don't stage, you get eliminated. Stage. Because Honey, yeah. Honey, Davenport and Electra Fence both did that and got eliminated in that episode. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that was a, that was pretty wild. But let's talk about um, the ones in third place for a man win. Um, 
When I exchange Roche Clay, I think we like Supernova because it was the second time we've heard Supernova this year. No, yeah. yeah. And they just That's one of them was better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, La Big Berta versus Lou de Banana doing Corpse. For those who did not watch Drag Race France, like you missed out on one of the most mm-hmm. emotional lip syncs since um, uh, La Therese Royale. Mm-hmm. Like, the bitch fucking started to shave her head on stage. Oh. Iconic. Amazing. That was a, that was like that emotional roller coaster. Watching that episode, you're that that lip sync. You were just like, whoo! And even the judges are crying watching mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Beverly Hills versus Queen Kong. I think it was like 15 stunts and tricks between the two. Of them. I voted for this. It was all so <laughs> unnecessary, also extra, and I was here for every second of it. We did not need to see a Queen Kong do that barrel roll <laughs> anymore. Uh, the we Queen saw- Kong barrel roll. Oh my god. No, the two uh, of them were like, we have to stunt to win. And we're like, no, 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 no. Give us a lip sync, please. To the worst song, die, The Beginning but... by RuPaul. <laughs> I love oh. The Beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we have... I was, I'm surprised that um, Minnie Cooper's lip sync didn't make it on there. Yeah, I mean, we could have gone with the healers. <laughs> okay, why not? No, that was, that was, I like that one, too. Oh, that Minnie one Cooper. terrified me, but it was definitely iconic. Um, and then we have Baby vs. Dakota Schiffer. I think, um, I mean, you know me. We love me some musical theater and doing a song from Six. Oh, my God. It was so emotionally filled and such an emotionally charged episode because you know what Baby is going to do. She had it in her mind already, mm-hmm. but she's still going to give you a lip sync that I think they both would have stayed. Yeah. I think it would have been the double save. Well, I think they've also, I heard that they had um baby and that's when she said i'm gonna leave but so so it's like so they took that out of the episode so it was just kind of like hey i'm gonna leave because when she left she said the line of if i would have stayed it was over for you girls so i think a lot of people were like what does that mean and it was like what so the rumor was that she got called safe and then said i'm gonna leave well that makes interesting well let's move on to our second season that we're going to discuss it is drag race uk versus the world obviously where jenny jacane and johnny heels had that iconic lip sync we have blue hydrangea is a winner the first time queens from across the franchise are brought together to compete but i think what this season is forever going to be remembered for are the shocking eliminations oh yeah yeah and i think no matter what we're still going to talk about them because they made such an impact in the fandom true i'm gonna defend this season i know it's not held very highly but i thoroughly enjoyed it as you said yes it had those shocking eliminations but they were towards the end of the season it was a short season we really season it was like halfway we (laughs) did not miss too much of jimbo or pangina so all in all, I, think it was I will. I and I, I only can see for myself. Um, but you know, um, I, I honestly think what Canada was lacking was some like shocking thing twists going on. You know, I totally agree. Um, so um, I, I will look back on that season as a fun time because what we saw Pangina was amazing. Like. America wouldn't know Pangina if it weren't for that. And like, it was a great showcase of all of her talents. And I love Blue, so I'm happy she has a crown. And Mo Hart slayed. So, you know, I'm, I'm content with the season. And it's something I can watch 
look back on. I can rewatch it quickly. In and I a think day, that's what important you know? is. It is, a, be it, good. it is a rewatchable season. I don't think Canada will have that because it's just, it didn't have the same month. But I think most of that cast watched this season and knew if you get rid of a fan favorite in the moment that they should be eliminated, yeah, uh, clearly come at you. Well, I also feel with Canada, like once it got down to like the final, once once we got down to the five, the final five girls, five, even to the final six, that was a much stronger cast than the full nine. So I also feel like once you got it out, like those, like the really strong competitors were at the end where with UK, it felt like they kept bag along. Cause I think the UK wanted, but BBC was like, you got to Juju and Faga were like way too precious for them to like. Yeah, they were way too, it was like the BBC didn't want to let go of Baga. And it was like, Rue was like, well, we can't like get rid of Juju. She's like, she's drag race royalty, but it was like. Fourth time on the show. You could, I'm like, you know what? You, you, I love Juju, but you could have got if you got rid of Juju it early. It was her I don't, most mediocre it, showing. It was her most, yeah. Well, no, her most mediocre was Queen of the Universe. Queen but, of the Universe, oh. too, but we don't, we don't talk about that one. Um, yeah, I, I honestly do think if there were different all star rules to this season, Panjana is your winner, like, she would have won, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sucks. That being said, I mean, she doesn't need it. Well, yeah, I'm gonna say though that she didn't like, even go on an original season. So. Right, that's exactly what I was like, gonna say. Do you imagine? She didn't even she need to be won? there. Do you imagine if she had won, and that's like, well, this bitch, like you, you hosting, like you didn't even compete, like the rest of us. Like, to, mm-hmm. I kind of get, you know, I mean, I'm like, okay, fine, that all happened, and like it was sad and depressing for a while, and I'm still mad about it. But like, we got Pangina as a verb now, which is really cool. You know, like she got Pangina. Um, so you used to be manila well yeah mm-hmm. same as manila you'll always remember that um but to go back to something you know we we're talking about how like canada versus the world was like not as dramatic i mean but that's very canadian though like i felt like the, yeah. <laughs> the season no the season was very canadian in that aspect like very like oh my god you guys are so great like let's talk about it you know like it's very, <laughs> you know like it's it was very like kumbaya like it's so canada and UK like no they were they were cutthroat and I think obviously as viewers we enjoyed that as much mm-hmm. as we were all upset about it we were still living I still kept watching like as much as I wanted to be like fuck you guys got rid of Pangina I was like no I'm still gonna watch but and that's the whole point is like that's this we expect that from a reality show we expect it from Drag Race we're not gonna be happy all the time and that's okay some other seasons didn't do that because they were a little more heavy-handed in the backside of things and yeah they're frustrated mm-hmm. but i do think drag race uk versus the world was a really unique and fun experience and it is kind of cool to see these titans of each franchise come together and say i'm that bitch yeah um, and for me personally who's someone who loves drag race holland i was so thrilled to get Janie jk on there mm-hmm. and i think she did a pretty damn good showing she did she did Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So good cast, fun season. Oh, her Marilyn Monroe. So not Marilyn Monroe. Oh my god. <laughs> her Meryl Streep. So, <laughs> they're the same. Um. Was I mean, she so did Marilyn for a snatch game? Did she? No, she did Marilyn for the um for something for the, else. The, no, the art. The art. It's, uh, been, it's been eleven seasons. Yeah, yeah. Her her <laughs> pop art was very Marilyn esque. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yes. But I'm not talking about that. Her. Her. I still can't remember. 
the, her Meryl, yeah, the Meryl Streep, Streep. It was, was funny. so good. It was so on point. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Any final thoughts on Drag Race UK versus the world before we move on? Um, Jimbo and his baloney. That's that's oh the that's, so that's, that's all. No, As someone Mohart. who has now seen that performance live, it smells bad. I'm sure. Oh, I bet. I bet. Um, more credit needs to be given to Mohart's complete runway package because that was stellar, stunning, amazing. She was good. She was good. <laughs> well, speaking of looks, let's discuss some. It is time to reveal who is going to win best look. This was a tight one. We had a lot of nominations here. Um, Any predictions? Miss Felicia. Um, Maybe, no, (laughs) no, there have been so (laughs) many looks. I will say though, I don't think they're eligible but Isis um, deserves a shout out for her cor- the look she crowned Giselle in. Mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. phenomenal. And also the black look that we just saw, the feather look um, it, for, for the finale of yeah. Canada. Um, but I don't think either of those were eligible because she wasn't competing in those. So I don't know. I have no idea. Could not tell you. Precious, who do you think? Anyone? I ex- I it, well it depends on if they watched it, but I expect the Venus the Venus de, 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 Deluxe. Why am I blanking on her name? Yes, uh, Venus Deluxe. Deluxe. I expect her look to be in the top three. Amanda, any predictions? Um, no, and that's because honestly, I think we really got a lot of amazing fashion this year. True, true. I, everybody really stepped their pussies up. Like I. I feel really bad because you know these people are like severely in debt and like <laughs> exactly you know because like they they really were like you know each year it's like it's getting harder and harder to compete on these seasons because you know you you have an expectation of what has to be on Drag Race on TV you have to have the best looks and holy shit like did they deliver and you know the, the I, good thing is you can now say hey what do you want me to wear to DragCon and you can take a photo with me and pay me money for it. That's how they can yeah. Well, I because I think uh, Isa said after because she was at Roscoe's, then I think the episode she left, she clearly said she spent seven thousand dollars on no, no, the package. Seven, 70, 70, 70, dollars to to go back to versus the wow. world. And it's like which like do you even get that much after taxes taken out of your price? Hey, it's Canada. Things are oh, really I, they got the full money. Right. I don't think right. I don't think right. she had anything taken out. So you're right. You're right. So thir- wow. thirty. She got thirty left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about our. Okay, Amanda, what did you? No, I was going to say, but like that was money insanely well spent because like she had us fed. Like oh, she, <laughs> she was the look queen for me this year. She Honestly. was the look queen. She was like that's it. Well, let's find out who the look queen is based on best look. In third place, we have Miss Fierce Delicious in her paint oh, look. I loved that one. That was great. That was a good one. That Second so place cool. is a tie between Danny Beard's West End Wonders and Venus Deluxe Shake Rattle and Rampa. With first place going to Sminty Drops BBC Keeping It 100, the lamp look. That was a good one. That was cool, yeah. We love when skinny bitches can just wear nothing and still look amazing and get the top look. Yeah. It was the detailing of that look. It was the detailing and how she presented it that made it so legendary. Yeah. My vote was for Pierce Delicious's now that I remember, now that you say the (laughs) I just I just thought that look was so fun, so campy, so cool, fashion. 
everything yeah, about it, it. very but, very well but done. no minty definitely had a great eye for that for her aesthetic and had a really cool look from head to toe always mm-hmm. Yeah, I think based, sim- simply based on Runaways, we're going to see Sminty again in some iteration mm-hmm. somewhere across the globe. They're going to bring her back just for the looks. looks yeah, yeah. I, I want some sort of like um, RuPaul's sweatshop special kind of thing. <laughs> like, just, like just so like a ball, epi- like, an, uh, like the Christmas special they did, but like um, a long like design challenge and you bring back some of the best look queens and have them right. do like a mini series thing i'm sure they can do something hey, let's listen, do anything, it. anything they can throw in world of wonder they'll do it right exactly um let's talk about some of these looks um miss fierce delicious obviously i don't know how she got it to the filming location but she was swinging so cool. and it looks so incredible so cool. um danny beard's west End wonders again how danny got it to the filming location i don't know but i mean it was instantly you knew that was Audrey. which which look was that audrey too Oh, yeah, that was cool, yeah. Um, but again, for those who did not watch watch Dragos Philippines, the way Venus Deluxe walked out on that stage, you're like, did she just... That, that It was an <laughs> optical illusion, and you saw her, like, holding half her body up, and then you only got the idea when she turned around and was walking back of, like, how she was contorted in positioning her legs and her body, and you're like, damn, that was just, like, it was just the, yeah. it was the, the optical illusion is what, like, was just like, oh, this is selling it to me. I would say that Drag Race Philippines is very much an underrated season for looks. They they serve some brilliant runways. Yeah, as I was going through, there was a couple more being like, why wasn't Ava's finale look there? It was gorgeous. But again, it's like you forget about so many looks until you start going back and you're like, oh, I couldn't even in remember 11 half seasons. of them. 11 I seasons, wonder, exactly. I wonder how many looks we got this year in total. Don't you dare ask me <laughs> to do it. Batman, huh? um, yeah, best look. I think, again, we had some really incredible looks and I think that's what we've come to learn about drag races. You have to look good or you're not staying anymore. Is it 50% of the mark? Who knows? No, but it's a good part. It can help a lot, you know. It can help or hurt you. It can bring you up. No, and bring you a busted queen. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you said busted well, queen. Should we move on to no, not so best <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Yes. Any predictions? Um, there were so many. I literally had tabs open trying to remember what they were. And a lot of them, I was like, well, she made it. So that one's going to be higher than this one. But my pick went to uh, Patera Virus. The, I don't remember the runway, but it was the one where she was pretty much in like pasties and like short shorts. It was the plot twist. The, the plot, plot twist, twist one. Was, was that I was, I was like... No, sorry. This is this is the worst outfit to grace. It was the supposed runway. to be Rihanna. It wasn't Rihanna. It was very, very yeah. Very it was bad. It was lost in translation. That's what it was. I mean, I had any predictions? Um, I'm having a really hard time thinking of bad looks, and it's only because again, like, I guess I just like forgot about them, like because they were that bad, or because, <laughs> because there was so much better fashion to focus on. So I'm blanking. Miss Felicia, any any ideas? I'm in the same boat. I just, I feel like I can say for certain no look we saw this year is like the worst look in Drag Race at Hershey. Like Lala Ree's bag look? Yeah, like like we didn't have any of that this year. Like not even like Cynthia Lee Fontaine's like roller skate look, you know? <laughs> like the queens are doing better this year. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Because I did All not right. hate Maddie Morphosis's look. 
which I would say is probably the worst like American look. All right, well, let's go, let's go through it. Um, we're going to be represented by three countries here. In third place, um, this bitch brought this look with her. It is Pixie Plight and her pretty and punk look. Mm. Um, I get that. Off. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Second place, she made this look. It is Jada Shada Hudson, bitch stole my look um, design challenge where she worked. <laughs> lipstick on her that was a bad one. Yeah, that was really bad. That was bad. But the, the the listeners, they 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 said it. Maddie Morphosis glam is on Prime. <laughs> I, I, I didn't hate it. Now, it wasn't did you not know, the best. Did you know that Zaldi later used that as inspiration for Rue's um, um, patchwork look she wore on the runway? I could later tell. That you could see. Yeah. Uh, she, they made that a moment. So I was like, how could you say that's a bad look if you're exactly. inspired and by how it? How can't you love Zaddy Morphosis too? Yeah. You can see Zaddy Morphosis. Um, but yeah, I think what we're learning now is if it's a look you're bringing to the show, it's m- most of the time not going to be bad, but it's what you make on the show. Mm-hmm. Do we have to adjust the design challenges or is that whole, the whole point of the design challenge now is to get someone eliminated because they just can't do it? I think I think that's the whole point now. It's no, it's no longer about how to be crafty. It's more like we're going to give you the worst materials in the world and we're going to make fun of you for the fact that you... Um, can't do it yeah i don't think the design challenge needs to be changed sorry (laughs) that's fine i I hear amanda how would you do in a design challenge oh oh my god i would i'd I'd hope i do well i'm a fashion designer for fuck's sake do you imagine (laughs) imagine, like i couldn't go back to work i couldn't like show my face in the garment district again like it would be so bad like people there'd be there'd be signs that say don't sell fabric to her literally like don't hire her her resume is a lie obviously we we watch these design challenges through a drag eye yeah. Amanda, do you ever watch it through a fashion designer eye? Yeah, absolutely. So like, I think about it, like I, if I put myself in their shoes, I know like it's going to be sloppy as fuck sewing, just given the time parameters. Because again, if you want to properly construct something, it's going to take time. If you're draping on a form, if you're pattern making on the flat, like it's all a process, right? But if you're literally telling me I have a day to do it, you best believe I'm going to just like pedal to the metal hot glue here, do this here, and just get the look together on the form, right? And what's crazy is this year we had, for most, for, for the first design challenge on Drag Race Philippines, um, you had Rajo basically saying, you're allowed to glue, glue guns are fine. Yeah. Then later on the scene's like, how dare you do that? I'm like, well, you have Brooklyn Heights being like, if you hot glue anything, you're fired, you're out of here. Meanwhile, she reads Giselle for the bottom of her dress and then gives Silky a fucking pass for the top of her hem. So Come on, Brooklyn. Here's, here's the thing, though. At the end of the day, it's not Project Runway. It's not any of these like design shows, mm-hmm. like you know, where they're like looking at your construction. Really, like again, if you want to have something properly hemmed and cut and like form fitting or whatever, all those details are fine. But like, no one's actually looking at your seams. No one's looking at zippers. Nobody's looking at like. I mean, we've seen so many things go through the runway where like if you look it- at it at a second glance, like something's off. But like it's enough to get through the challenge or even win the challenge. So I mean, it goes back to the iconic season eight, Derek Barry. Everywhere you look, there's a hem that did not make her outfit good. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, to be fair, we 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 go to the clubs and we see some girls um, in homemade looks, and you're like, you probably should have kept that at home. 
Why did you look at me when you said that? No. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I'm kidding. Everything true. I wear is like Amazon. What are you talking about? All right. Well, we're going to talk about our third season. Um, and we haven't discussed them yet. Um, it is Drag Race Down Under 2, where our winner was Spanky Jackson is now the second queen from New Zealand to win. So the Aussies, you got to do better. You got to do Betty. Um, we had the top three also happen to be in the same girl group in Bosom Buddies um babs as they're called and they're going on a world tour and by world tour they're going to new zealand um (laughs) what is going on with drag race down under two i have now called it the drag race diet version why is the show not clicking oh this was better than last season it it was better than last season and i don't i don't know it's something yeah something is off it's either the production team behind the scenes or or what, but it's something, yeah, something still is not like, it's not like clicking, clicking. Here's what needs to happen, Rue. Leave. Yeah, <laughs> it, it actually needs get, to be Drag Race Down Under. Fear Beef, give it to Courtney Act. That's all I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, something like that. Or even give it to Vanity. Yeah, well, they can both do it. But they can both I'm do it. Courtney's stand, or... So. Give it to Art Simone. <laughs> that's what I thought was going to happen at the very beginning. And then they we were like, did. oh, she's a contestant. I was like, the <laughs> like, what? Now, I think one thing that for me that's still not working, and I know COVID is a big part of it, is the lack of live guest judges. Yeah. That's part of the show. I mean, Reese and Michelle are doing an incredible job holding down the fort as the supporting judges, um, because at least you have someone who knows things about australia and new zealand on the panel um but i think like yeah we had lucy lawless this year and that was exciting to see her but they did nothing with her she didn't have an impact the minogues want to be on the show i think kylie and danny would like to be physically present figure out you know what kylie could host the fucking thing for all i care i it would skyrocket yeah she should replace michelle (laughs) or you should replace Rue. I think the other thing that they have still done is the controversial casting. And obviously it was addressed with Hannah this season. And for the most part, she did get away scot-free and got a pass um, because it was a conversation she had with Queen Kong. Queen Kong is the one holding her accountable. Obviously their sisters are going on tour together. Hannah's alone. Well, I think the difference was that conversation was all done it was they didn't bring Rue into it. Where I right. felt like with the season one, it, it, it felt like when Rue found out about it, she was just like, "I'm just gonna slap you on the hand. Don't do it again. Don't do it." That's what it I felt mean, like. Let's be let's be real. Rue does not have a problem. Um, oh, she doesn't. With no racism. Like Mm-mm. again, like <laughs> I've said, Pixie Polite played a black woman. End of story. Just reminding yeah, everyone. That was, Woof. That was rough. Um. <laughs> Goldfinger. <laughs> I, I do hope season three will be better. I know it's already cast. I know they're going to be filming after the UK seasons, I believe. Um, it's going to happen. We're going to get it. And at the end of the day, we may not understand the down under culture the way that they do, but they love this show and the show's mm-hmm. not going anywhere. It's now up to production to make it better. 
And Spanky Jackson as the winner just feels weird. Here's I loved it. I loved that they crowned her because you want to know what it felt like. It felt like old school seasons of Drag Race when it when it went to it's like when a Jinx won. Like Jinx wasn't the most polished, but she was the right winner. And I felt like because it's, it's, and also with Spanky, I think she was in the bottom. I believe episode one, and that since then, that was it. But every week but she, she was. <laughs> But every week she like she was really she kept her pacing. Her runways were terrible, but I think it was it was that her charisma was so strong that it overshadowed all the cast. Absolutely. Here's what I'm going to say about that, because I see where you're coming from, but I disagree completely. I get she was the most charismatic there. She was great in a lot of the challenges. And that's why she's a perfect contender for an all-star season. Because look, we get her back on our TVs because she was great TV. But then we get to see her not, because she didn't, she, her drag was not up to par with the other queens. And I'm just going to say that. Part of drag is the visual aspect. And if that's not together, I'm sorry. I don't think you should be the next drag superstar in this time period we're at right now because back when jinx won it was a different time and the standard that was on drag race was a lot different so now i'm gonna say it's unacceptable i mean it, it's acceptable because <laughs> because it she won so um but all i'm saying is it would have been perfect to have her back on an all-stars when she could have polished up this and means been like we're gonna get queen course. kong again I don't think I also didn't think I think if it didn't go to Spanky, I think Hannah had the better the better track to go with it. I thought it's like um so I thought it was gonna go to Hannah. Um but I didn't I think Queen would be great for a redemption arc on all stars. Can't wait to see it. Amanda, what were we gonna say? Uh no, I was gonna say that uh talking about Spanky's outfits and looks. I mean, you know me, I love a good old busted queen. But I think um at the end of the day, like that's her brand. And yeah. she definitely stayed true to it. And you know, I don't think we ever expected glamour from her at any point ever from the introduction. Like, <laughs> so again, she stayed true to who she was, and that's all great. Um, do I agree that I think probably Hannah deserved it a little more in terms of track record? Yes, absolutely. But I don't think it was a bad, you know. I, I'm obviously my favorite out of the three is Queen Kong, but I'm excited, yes, to see on some sort of all stars or just sort of, yeah, see her back on TV. All right, let's move on to our next award for best promo look. Anyone, before we get to predictions, what would you say is the best overall promo for a season? All Stars 7 was pure opulence, is, and I love that. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go with that. I love UK4. I think UK4 did it and knocked it out of the park as well. I liked 14's Candyland motif. Um, I think um, once I figured out the backstory to Philippines, like their whole, because I did, because if you want, if you hear the Meet the Queens that me and Michael did, I was like, I didn't get this, didn't get that. I saw a YouTube video, like maybe like two weeks later that explained what their like prompt was. And I'm like going, everything makes sense. I would have rated girls higher. And I thought they did a good job keeping in with their culture. Um, but yeah, I would say, yeah, they were, yeah, they're just the, the Gypsy car. Um, I also like the UK uh, versus the world. I love the disco feel. 
of it. That Canada, was Canada. Versus the world. Canada, yeah. Canada versus the world, yeah. Yeah, the UK versus the world prompts were it, that was that was it was it, that was a weird one. Amanda, do you have a favorite? Canada versus the world, I thought was really great. I think with the exception of maybe one look, everything else was like pretty beautiful. Is her name Silky Mega Nash? Uh, maybe. Oh, that <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I was go gonna say. I, I was gonna say. Was it the DH Rita Bagaface? Because that I was like, <laughs> what? What? That I took me forever to realize that was her. Wh- whoever does the post editing of some of these looks oh my for God. the promos should be fired. If you have seen what they did for like the um, X Men days uh, till the next till Drag Race fifteen, if you saw what they oh did to Jax's yeah. face, and I was like, you literally put a line under her lip. What is this? You, you shrunk her face. Jax. Oh, Jax's. Yeah. Oh my god, it's crazy. Anyway, best promo luck. Anyone stand out? Do you have any predictions? I voted for it? Monet just because I liked it. Little puffer jacket made out of diamonds. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Even though I didn't, even though I didn't like their, their promo overall, I thought Blue's promo for UK versus the world was really strong. That was cool, yeah. Amanda, you have any picks? And I honestly, I, I don't remember if she was nominated. Oh, wait, no, she was. Um, Isis looked beautiful. That's what I thought, like, again, op- <laughs> rich, she looked rich. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that Isis did get votes. She did not place one, two, or three. Okay. Monet did get votes, did not place one, two, or three. Okay. Darn In it. third place, we have Sminty Drop. Oh, yeah. Okay. In second place, it is Blue Hydrangea. Okay. And in mm-hmm. first place is Starlet from Drag Race UK4. Okay. Simple, classic. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Starlet is our winner for the promo look. We also had votes for Danny Beard, um, Monet Exchange, Shea Coulee, Lady Camden, Isis Couture, Cam Hugh, Cornbread, Mattymorphosis, Lady Camden. Oh God, I hated people, that. People like that Candyland promo. They really, really enjoyed it. I like didn't was not featuring Lady Camden for a good like four episodes. No, she was I very much like, in the background yeah. until like midway. Then you're like, then she yeah, started popping. Yeah, then I was like, oh okay, but we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, let's discuss the most shocking elimination. In third place. Which one? <laughs> in third place was Cornbread's ankle. Okay. In second place, Dakota Schiffer eliminated without RuPaul present. And our winner, as we discussed earlier, is the moment 42.9% said Pangina Manila and eliminated fourth. No shocker there. We also had votes for Baby uh, quitting for mental health, Jimbo Manila and eliminated third, Cam Hugh out before the halfway mark, and Onyx being eliminated over Diamante, which I still think is a travesty. Oh my Duh. God, what a bullshit move. <laughs> um, we had a lot of shocking eliminations, and I think it's, it's, it's not shocking that we can still get shocked at this show by who gets eliminated. Why do you think the three that did get our first, second, third had so much of an impact? Um, well, not me, but everyone thought Cornbread was going to win. Um, so I'm glad you said it because I did not think she was going to win either. Uh, girl, no, ma'am. I, th- I honestly <clears throat> think I'm a conspiracy, and I'm going to say I think the whole ankle thing was made up because she realized she didn't really That's have enough said on the to win. So oh. then she orchestrated the whole thing so that maybe she could come back next season. 
Um, that's what I drag. said when that was um, And I guess it didn't work out. But <laughs> that's how I feel. Um, but honestly, it was shocking. Everyone really thought she was going to win. Um, and we got to see very minimal of her. So, you know. She's still a star in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Was the Dakota and Pangina eliminations because they were such fan favorites? Yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Dakota did not that was the makeover episode right that should have been a double shantay she like that she didn't do bad it's no that should have been no one should have gone home that episode because the next episode where they because the next episode they did do a double shantay that was i felt not deserved was it, so it was like, i could not stand she, John mm-hmm. but the lip sync was good so you know yeah it was it was let's go <laughs> and discuss our fourth season since we're discussing it now it is drag race uk4 where our winner is danny beard um, but one of the most iconic and shocking and craziest things that happened this season was Michelle Visage stepping in for RuPaul, then eliminating Dakota without Ru there. Which have um, we still gotten like a reason why Ru wasn't? We're never there? going have to. We, we're <laughs> never going to get that and t- until the NDAs are cleared and someone wants to say something. We're all going to just have conspiracy. I doubt even the mm-hmm. queens know. I doubt that the queens know. Well, I think it. Well, you know, I get all my tea from Race Chaser. Uh, the speculation was that she was filming and she had a, she was filming another show in the UK. Uh, that like the time. For, the timelines crossed and she Bye. had to film that because I think she's doing like press your luck or something. Uh, yeah, lingo. she's doing lingo in the it's UK. Yeah. So I think it was yes, she had to be there. The yesterday and yeah. So so I believe she had that and she couldn't get out of it. That's why. That that tracks. Yeah. So again, like the whole like oh, okay, well, yeah, let's go. Yeah, oh, well, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously. <laughs> uh, my conspiracy theory was just the way things worked out because we saw Rue at the beginning of the episode. Then she wasn't there for the walkthrough. It was Raven. And then Michelle takes over. My prediction was she was on the shitter. She had bad um, Indian food. And, <laughs> um, the coffee enema didn't work this time. <laughs> didn't work. Didn't work. Don't uh-huh. forget that she, she was there via satellite. So was exactly. Talking. From the toilet washing it. <laughs> Other big things that happened, obviously, in UK for was Baby um, leaving for mental health reasons. And this was a very important moment because um, we got to see the impact of how this pressure cooker of a show really can affect you. And I think it will maybe put into perspective for future people applying for the show to figure out yeah. if they're actually ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nice to see the way it was handled and it was handled pretty well yeah mm-hmm. well i feel like yeah because both that with babies and then again with isis isis's self-elimination they were both handled way better than a doors elimination yeah, maybe they were where it was like better than um another television show that has drag on it and two hosts melissa be fair oh, oh melissa be fair no. that's right mm-hmm. No, I was like painting with Raven. It was that one was handled so poorly. I mean, uh, that was handled poorly too. About that season was so. Um, but no, I, I think they handled it well, and and mental health is real. If you, mm-hmm. if you need help, go ask for help. But I think the other big part of the season was it was a strong cast, and it really ended up being a tight battle for the win between Cheddar and Danny, both with four wins. That's unheard yeah. of. It's very close. Could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. I'm still shocked it went to Danny because I thought Cheddar, this was their only and the only chance they would get Cheddar on the show. Agreed, agreed. And Danny just yeah. feels like an all-star. Yeah. Um, but again, we had some uh, yeah. really important 
moments. We had our first trans contestant on this franchise. Um, yeah, good. it was a good season. Really good season. And the runways. Like, Cheddar had some stellar runways that had, yeah. like, some strong messages behind them that were like, oh. And they were just I like... Mean- yeah, and everyone in the cast was just so good. There were just a lot of them that were just like, I think Scarlett was like, she was too green. She was very pretty. Her looks were amazing, but I think she was too green for this season. Like, if you would have given her another year, she might have been a little bit more stronger and not as meek. Um, and and Jombers didn't start looking like the Jombers in the promos until, like, episode nine. So I was like, oh, there she is. I yeah, couldn't Starlet stand was, I don't want ever want her back on the show. Oh my God. Star, like Starlet was, oh. I think, um, a social media queen, and it was just this was the time for her to go on. Yeah, Jombers. I still don't know what Jombers drag is. And Jombers has been doing drag for so fa- long. She's not a fashion queen. That's for sure. Oh my God. That's she, how she she had, that, that one look was good though. That one. No, look. she had a couple of them, but she like she had some good looks. You know what? For me, mm-hmm. it's like the best runways were Cheddar and Black Peppa anyway. So like uh, Black Peppa had some amazing runways too. Hair, you know so. Does Drag Race UK have a race problem? It's still a discussion that we're going to have because it still has um, not happened. We'll see what Drag Race Season 5 will give us um, because there are certainly a lot of queens of color in the UK that need to get their spot soon. Mm -hmm. Um, Will Why She Black win? Never, but I love her. I was going to say, Why She Black? She'll never win. Uh, come on, are, are you, I'm I'm wait, if she gets on, I'm waiting for week one where Michelle's gonna be like, Can you blend? Oh my god, stop. If she <laughs> absolutely one thousand percent hope for me, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> like, I'm just but I, I think Dragus UK4 um was not the best of the four seasons we've had so far. Me two is one of the best seasons ever. So I would like, go it's gonna be probably hard to that. two, one, four, three. I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I think it was it wasn't as good as two, but it was way better than three. Yeah, but I love that cast of season three. I know, but, I, but the I, thing is, the thing about season, see, yeah, season three though does have some like the Theresa May is just oh, she's a fucking star. I love her. I can't, uh, <laughs> River Medway. Oh, Theresa. Now UK four. Any final thoughts before we move on? Solid season. Yeah, solid. Good. Felt just yeah, was, long it, enough mm-hmm. to drag on, you know. All right, let's get on to our eighth award. Um, this is just even a joke that we have to even have any other nominees here. It is for best snatch game. Um, <laughs> let's just go through it. Third place, Cheddar Gorgeous as uh, Queen Elizabeth the first. Second place, Kathy uh, Bag of Chips as Kathy Bates with good. 82.9% of the vote. <laughs> it goes to the greatest snatch game in the history of the show. James Monsoon. I mean, obviously. Not not debatable at all. Like, Mm -hmm. nobody, like, if you have anything else different to say, that's it. Like, bye. The door. It was perfection. It was utter perfection. It's literally, it's one of those snatch games where you're like, if you want to go on Drag Race and we're worried about snatch game, watch that because that's like a master class on what to do and just to give yourself. What you have to do if you're ever doing a singer and you're asked to do like, oh, can you sing something for us? Do a RuPaul song because it's yep. already cleared. Mm-hmm. And you can, if you do it in the style of the artist, it's funny. And we also watched Hannah Conda do that as Liza this year. Yeah. She took that cue and said, I will do a RuPaul song. And you're going to laugh at it because I'm doing Liza's version of it. But Jinx Monsoon, at her perfection, 
just the, the, the voice, the mannerisms, the microphone, and Dave. Oh, Dave. The callback was just amazing. Uh, I feel bad for the kids that like never watched those earlier seasons, like, or, you know, maybe they just tuned in and like, you know, they're just tuning in. They don't know, but it's they don't like, even know who Judy Garland is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. So like, come on now, but that was wow. Like I still sometimes rewatch it just for shits and giggles, like just on YouTube, like that specific snatch game. That's it. So good. Mm-hmm. Is that my camera? <laughs> that whole snatch game, like not just Jinx, but like part one or part two as a total. I'm sorry, part one or part two because we had them do it twice. Oh. Well, oh, yeah, are good. There were decent people in each group, so you know it was a good snatch game overall. But yeah, no Jinx masterclass of the snatch. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. The show has now decided that we are going to be able to take control of the music industry. We are now going to have music in Drag Race and we are going to make it go number one worldwide. Um, Good marketing move. It was the smartest thing they ever did on All Stars 2 was to be able to do that kind of track. And now we get like two to three songs per franchise, per season. So I had to cut out a bunch of nominees here for Best Song Rumex. And I still feel like I put in too many. Um, because at the end of the day, I did have a lot of votes here, but here are yeah. When I when I saw that list, I was like, pretty sure I forgot about half of them. I was like, I don't. I was like, well, I know what my number one is, so I don't care about the rest of you. Yeah. Um, All right, precious, say it. Number one, who do you think it is? Oh, it's the Flex Bomb Girls, Papa Ate. Yeah, it's definitely that one. Hardcore for sure. All All right, in third place is Bad Boy Baby by the Shangri Laws, as performed by Bosco Diabetti Willow Pill. I think cute. they were very, very good in that challenge. Yeah. That was they, they were the best in that challenge. Except it didn't make sense because theirs had like a fun, like subversive twist on it, and then the other two groups are just like normal. Because that's what they like, were. I was like, like mirrored after they the Shangri Las are like. Did they have a bunch of? Oh, well, like my boy Listen to Leader of the Pack. It's terrible. Oh, I do. I love that song. The Leader of the Pack. It's a dark song. It's very dark. Yeah. Um, second place. It's not my version of this song. It's fine, but whatever. It's Serve or SRV doing Bonjour High. This is Raja O'Hara, Silk Memory Ganache, and Vanity Milan. That was cute. And first place with 45.7% of the vote. Boom, Turing. It is Papa <laughs> yes! Girls. Um, Brigadine, Eva Laqueen, Lady Morgana, uh, Marina Summers, and Turing. The song went to number one in the Philippines. The song is number yeah. one in my heart. It yeah. could be number two overall behind UK Hot all time. Mm-hmm. Um, also, respect needs to be given to the OG Reggie Rochi. Of course. Well, that's the, the, that's, that's but, the thing. It could be number yeah. two or three. That's where, it, that's where it gets fishy and iffy. Well, if you, you, if you play it as the ones who are adding lyrics to Rue songs is one category, but the ones who are like non-Rue songs that they have been created for, like, like they but, break but, up Bye Bye Reggie UK Hun. Reju Rochu was, was RuPaul, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do not ask me to do another podcast about the music. We already did it once and that we was did, already too it long. Was, it was, it was a, that was before UK Hun. Could you imagine if we try to do it now? It was in a, <laughs> I still remember. I just, Wait, how does Rue's verse go in Reju Rochu? 
It's a, I'm the one. one. Don't even listen to it. Um, that's how the whole song goes. It's really it's a, yeah, theirs is considered a remix. Yeah. Oh, um, mm-hmm. But Popoff Ate, why did this song work? It was, I think, because when we discussed it on the episode, it was, it, they were considered the underdogs to the other girls. No one, the, like when you, the cast was very much like, we're going to win. You guys suck. You guys have the non-dancers and all that stuff. But it was, I think their lyrics were much more heartfelt than the other girls. And the entire message of the song is, you know, pop off six, you're beautiful. You're like, it's like, you're, you're like, you're incredible. Like it's, I think they just had this like much more general, like positive message to it. And then just having it start with a boom terrain, you're just like, okay, what's this? And I will say, which I didn't catch early on, but if you listen to the Marina Summers verse and then go and listen to Aquarius verse in America, uh, uh, American, the beats are identical to each other. And they sound yes. like the same verse. So if you, on the, on the YouTube, there are people who do like combine certain songs. Mm-hmm. This song I believe fits in, um, Perfectly, I don't remember which one this. I think it was um, "Come Alive." These two. I mean, I I have a verse written for when I go on the show, and it works on literally every. Well, I mean, because like UK Hun, UK Hun, and Bosom Buddies are identical, like literally Uh identical. Mm -hmm. Like you could put them intertwining, but but I think what works for Pop Off Ate is not only is it English, you're getting the um, Tagalog. And you're getting a good performance. Like you could dance to this. The thing with lyrics on these tracks is the first line needs to catch you. Obviously the boom terrain was huge, but even when you like say your name into it, like that's what people will go off of. Like, um, here's your majesty, call me Miss Eva. Um, I think that's what's so special. Like there are some other songs on this list that didn't get any votes that I still like pull off. Like I, I will still go Queen Kong Enter um, and Spanky Mother Tucker in the house tonight or Me Amo Lolita, Lolita Banana. <laughs> Crazy. Um, but I think this song is one that I wish I could see performed live. They've performed many, 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 many mm-hmm. times. Even with um, um, the other queens, um, they're never going to let this down. They're always no. going to have to perform this. Oh, it was, it was, um, and I can't even tell any of these five that I love this song at DragCon because none of them are good. Oh. It's Precious and then Corazon and Prince. First, <laughs> the last two. And speaking uh, of, let's discuss Drag Race Philippines. Oh, Our winner, Corazon. Um, for those who remember that preview podcast with me and Miss Precious, I was like, she's going to win. <laughs> she is the winner. And you're like, no, it's not going to happen. She's the winner. She was the winner. You knew it. She so, didn't, yeah. like, if if we had, like, if we had made, if we had saw the entrances and then made the list, I would have changed a lot. But the fact that we both had silhouette as, like, our second or first and second out, and she was top fucking four, was, like, the dark horse of dark horses. Literally. This sucks. She's so evil. But uh, listen, that listen, we this was our first international untucked, which is a very big move. Um, and we got that slow-up breakdown. That was iconic. That was good. I thought she was gonna kill And that was the episode. Her. It was the it was the girl group episode that she broke down in too. Yeah, that that entire episode was just like from like the show itself to the untucked was just like oh, like one of the best episodes of the of the year. 
we had a lot of guest judges that are actually rotating judges, even though it was only promoted that Cal Karen and Jiggly Caliente were the judges. But yep. um, I think Jiggly was really cool to see Jiggly be happy and proud and judging, even though she's a big old loser when it comes to drag race. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she knows that she's fully aware she's a big old loser. They made fun of it mm-hmm. on this season. Yeah. Um, Mama Pow, Paolo, very interesting choice as our host. Obviously, we have Dragged In currently airing. I haven't, mm-hmm. I, I haven't, got, I haven't watched it yet. But Paolo works. Paolo I is enjoyed her. Here. She was such a bitch, but yes. I loved her. The right. shoes! I think, I, I think season two, I might enjoy her more now that she's had a season in her. We know her. To like... We know her. We kind of get her vibe now. Yeah, because there was a lot of times where I'm like going like, I don't get what you're trying to do. Like, because when she was in the workroom, it felt like she was nervous to be out of drag talking to the queens. It was like, um, okay, it's it's okay. They're not going to bite. They have a lot of things to fix. I mean, just with the show. I mean, I'm still mad at the background. (laughs) Oh, every, every, episode every fucking like, episode i, I was them. like what the fuck are they saying because all i can hear <laughs> is the background music and then the i think yeah i commented on that i think every time i was on them all and the background music like <laughs> the music editor needs to be fired because well, it's like too angles. loud the camera angles were terrible the camera ang- and then the fact that they were like dragging on it can be tightened up yeah they mm-hmm. on for way well, too but, long. but i think in the grand scheme of things like if that's really like the massive like improvements that need to be done like what a stellar seat that's like, all doable for a, for a first season like of a franchise the, the like, cast was exceptional mm-hmm. you didn't Great. want anyone to go also like let's talk about the fact i think it's the first stage that we have that you know like with the background and i can, love it i love right? it. Like, mm-hmm. it really set the contestants up for like success in that aspect um i don't like i was very satisfied with that season and yeah. it was funny because i was i remember myself like on the fence, right? Like Michael, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't think I'm gonna watch it. Like, I think I'm only gonna watch the first episode because I was I did the recap. And I was like, I think I'm gonna give up after this. And no, I was there watching every week and like, you know, it was it was really good. They really had some like, incredible runways. And I think what made the show so special is they said, We are drag race Philippines. We are going mm-hmm. to be Filipino culture. Correct. And I think I learned a lot about Filipino culture through the show, and that's what I love doing with drag race. Um, I, I, I want to go to the Philippines. I want to go to Manila. I want to go to um, uh, Nectar Nightclub and um, <laughs> or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was also too, because we got like the episodes that we, I, for me, there were some episodes that were like my highs and then there were the lows, but I think the lows were because it was like so into the culture that it just didn't translate for Americans and that even, I was like, like so, this, like the, the fourth musical. episode was... I love the Rusical so much. Do I still try to listen to Clock, Clock, Clock? Yes, I do. <laughs> like, was the so Rusical was good, but then, like, two episodes later when they did the, uh, what was it, the pageant, and that was just, no, like, the the, it, was, it, it was, like, the Rusical, the girl group, and then the pageant, and it was less, like, back to back to back, and then the, the uncle who was yelling at them, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the, I said it on the podcast each time between the Rusical and the pageant, Precious Paula Nicole was center stage for both of those challenges. Mm-hmm. And then she wins. Coincidence? I don't know. Yeah. That being said, Marina Summers could have easily uh, won. And she will be on an international season one day. Oh, she's she's for wait. sure will be on Global All Stars. 
it, it's it's Filipino Georges, Georges, and Tall Georges, which is Miss um, Miss together, and no one will know who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here for it. But Drag Race Philippines listeners, if you've not watched it, this is the one you need to go watch. Do it in, in spurts because it is a lot. Um, but They're long episodes, so yeah, especially with Untucked. So good, so good, so good, so good. I cannot recommend it enough. Um, let's move on to our favorite contestant. This one, um, this one was fun. This one is fun. Um, any predictions? Because I can. Tell I voted you for it's Monet. Not be... Okay. Okay. You voted. I voted for Monet. Monet. I like her. Okay. <laughs> I think my vote went. I think my vote went to Cornbread. Okay. Amanda, you have any picks? like did i vote for victoria i feel like i probably voted for victoria was that even okay you can't even remember now i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um so here's how it went in sixth place with 2.9 percent of the vote it was a tie between jimbo and lady boom boom okay oh boom boom wow interesting in fifth place with 5.7 percent of the vote was jinx monsoon okay fourth place was a tie Dakota Schiffer, Cornbread, Monet Exchange. Wow. Third place, I'm extremely excited and happy for. Do I think maybe they sent it to their friends and made sure they got this vote in there? Maybe it's possible. Third place with 11.4% goes to Millennia from Drag Race Italia 2. I love her. Shout out. She is incredible. Uh, No, she's so good. Um, She's the bitch who basically was like, no, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm really good. And she did. I loved her. Second place is a tie. Angina Heels and Victoria Scone. Okay. First place. I'm very happy with this and I'm shocked, be- but there are a lot of Famdens out there. It's Lady Camden with wow. 22.9%. Wow. Um, Damn. I'm here for it. She definitely was my favorite contestant um, because when you do Freddie Mercury, you, you're going to have a big place in my heart. <laughs> I think there are a lot of people who did think Lady Camden was going to win the season. She, the end she the was season. a very solid queen. She had it all together. She was consistent. And that's something yeah. that we rarely see on Drag Race. Yeah. Um, but Lady Camden really showed it out. I'm excited to see her on um, uh, international season because she is literally international. Um, yeah, true. But also having the other three in the top three is kind of amazing. Again, Nelenia, for those who haven't seen Drag Race Italia 2, go watch it. She is the talking head of the season. She is so fun. She is very, very likable. Um, But between Pangina and Victoria, they had two exciting showings and they probably had the least fan base prior to getting back onto a show. Yeah. That's true. I'm very happy with these results, but... Yeah, Victoria, Victoria was just so good on Canada versus the yeah, World. Yeah, I mean, it was her uh, season. Like, she swept it. Like, mm-hmm. so good. Uh, let's talk like, about I feel like if it didn't right. come down to a final lip sync, I think she could have won. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm happy for Asha. I like her, but she didn't deserve, she didn't do anything on that season. We'll um, talk about it. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, but let's talk about um, the Meme of the Year award. Um Another kind of big winner here. Third place is Do You Come Around Here? Said by Vivian Vanderpuss on Canada's Drakers 3. Second place is Those Shoes by Mama Pow on Drakers Philippines. <laughs> first place, uh, June Jambalaya. It's chocolate. It's chocolate. chocolate. Let's just dive right into it and talk about Drakers 14. Uh, our winner, Willow Pill. 
now we have our um, favorite contestant is Lady Camden in June July winning because of chocolate. Um, what the fuck was that twist? Yeah. It caused I, so many people to not go home in so in, in the middle of the season. I, I told I because I, I do a fantasy league for the pretty much the main season in All Stars, and it was like everyone. I'm like. The chocolate twist is going to come to play when one of these people get put in the bottom. It was like, I had the, I was like, this is how the rest of the season is going to go. It, I loved and hated season 14. Like I liked a lot of the people on it. I thought it was a really good cast and there were a lot of funny moments and you got uh, some iconic things like you ugly bitch. Like you got some stuff, uh, from these people but at the same time it was the twist of the chocolate bar the twist of the first two eliminated contestants were not actually eliminated uh and then you have the twist of one of them actually making the final five and then you had a top five uh-huh. it was like no eliminations for weeks and it was just like the i will say that yes the snatch game was terrible uh-huh. and the having that bruisable smack the smackdown in the middle of the season was fun oh, but it, it also felt but it also felt like how are we gonna get rid of Jasmine in a in a comp in a in a something that she's known for? It was like yeah. the the rigory on this season was, uh, but then you also had that wonderful shot of Lady Camden and Bosco during um uh which what invoke song was it uh was it giving him something he could feel or never gonna get it like there was I forgot. Yeah, never gonna get it. That shot was just it wasn't, like, oh, it wasn't that so, <laughs> that shot was amazing. Um. I'm gonna come to season 14's defense. Um, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm not mad at a season where like queens don't go home and we get to showcase these queens drag as much as possible. So I think that's great. I think it was a very solid season with a great set of queens. They were all great. They brought drama while also bringing like friendship and companionship and all that. We had the twists. What I will say, though, is at the beginning of the season, Rue specifically was like, I'm not saving any queens. It's only the chocolate twist that is going to save one of you lucky queens. And that completely is not how this like, <laughs> yeah, like non-elimination episode ever. So if that is the standard of Drag Race, I'm fine with, like, a season of like what 10 queens and we have like five episodes or there aren't eliminations and we just get to see more of them that's cool but i don't know i liked the season i thought it was good except Alyssa hunter robbed was mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she's the only person who got screwed over in this whole thing like everyone else got to stay way longer than they needed to yeah her. Uh, fucking like, j-lo song like right. you sent the puerto look, rican home the, the puerto rican home on a puerto rican song is like just like fuck my drag are you kidding me? it's like do we send him the puerto rican or the girl in the dress like Right, it's like, like way if, we're, if we're gonna have the outrage for her gracefully like throwing her machine gun when it didn't work away, then we need to have that same outrage when Kylie saves herself from slipping. Like it's the same thing. Mistakes exactly. happen, but it's how we get over them. And she got over it. So all I'm gonna say is yeah, that I is think I, Alyssa definitely was wrong. I'm like, that's um, not I don't good. think the fandom is disagreeing with that one at all. They they're ready for more Alyssa Hunter. Um, I, I think the thing we are all touching back onto is 
was it actually the worst snatch game ever or are we just being gaslit and told it was the worst snatch game ever no, because it, it led really- to the Lala Perusa? No. Um, I'm going to say it could have been edited to be a fine snatch game. Yeah, I think it could have been edited to be better than what they chose to show us. Like, I'm not I'm not saying I'm, from what we saw. Yeah, there were a lot of choices like, made and not all of them were good. Camden but, was decent. Diabetti was decent. Yes. Like there were a few. Finals. Like I felt, yeah, I felt like Widow Willow was middle of the road. Like she could have gone either way. Like she could have gone close to the bottom. But there were a couple that was just like, well, you clearly won the episode, um, but you guys kind of were better than they were. This is clearly the bottom two, but you don't want to get rid of Georgia's just yet. So individually, like if that that performance of like most of the queens had been on other snatch games of like overall stronger people like they would have been safe a oh, lot yeah. of those queens now one thing we haven't discussed at all is um how this was probably the best acting challenge we've seen on a franchise in a very long time daytona wins why was it funny because of fart jokes yes friends <laughs> farting works <laughs> Justice for Rock'em Sakura. Exactly. (laughs) But it was also, they didn't, it wasn't the fact that they didn't realize it was a fart joke until after the fact, which was, I think, what made it. Which the joke was, oh, but it was also one of those jokes like, Rue's like, I'm going to fuck with you. And I'm inserting farts into all of this to make it. It was so good. And for for them to react the way that we are reacting as well, that's why it was so special. Mm -hmm. Because we're watching like the rehearsal or the filming and we're like, this is going to be another like awful. Like, what is this script? Mm -hmm. This is terrible. And then it's like, it's too long for its own good. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, And we're like, oh, this is fun. I think for me, what I want out of a drag race season, if you have to give me 16 episodes, give me 16 episodes. But give me two, three episodes where no one goes home at the beginning so I can mm-hmm. learn about everyone and then go with the mass elimination throughout the season. Not in the middle, because in the middle, it just feels like, well, we're stopping production. We're stopping the flow of the show. Yeah, like if you do like split premieres so you get to know everyone a little bit better and it's non elimination so the tops, the tops can actually like showcase to win something. That's a lot like that gives a lot more like, ooh, umph. And then you can start doing your eliminations and then pick, it out, then, right. pick, then pick a week that's like, hey, no one's going home this week. Yeah, season 13 had it right where you, I mean, I did not like the twist with the two queens at once lip syncing. But mm-hmm. it at least gave us an episode to get to know everyone, then two episodes where we get two pretty damn good songs, and then the game starts to go. Yeah. I like that. Let's play that game. Let's move on to our next category. It is best drag hosts. I can tell you, one person did not get any votes. Um, it's Priscilla from Drag oh, Race Italia. Yeah. In fifth place, Paolo Beresteros, 2.9%. Who? Fourth place. Wait, who? Mama Pow. Oh. Fourth place, Brooklyn Heights, Canada's Drag Race 3, Canada's World. I think we're all just mad at her and her decisions. I like Brooklyn. I like Brooklyn. I like her. I think she's good. Third place, Supreme Deluxe with 17.1%. Second place with 26.6% is RuPaul. Our winner is Nikki Doll with 42.9%. What? Is it because people voting probably know Megan her? Probably. Uh, it's Nikki Doll. Good for Nikki. I'm very proud I will her. say she did a good job at, for her first season. I thought she did a good job. Let's talk about Drag Race France. This but she was not who I chose. Nikki Doll becomes the second contestant to host a Drag Race franchise. Uh, more to come this year. 
um, our winner is Paloma, which I didn't think was going to happen, but I'm so happy. You really she's liked her. Such an incredible winner. I loved her. I, she, yeah, she was the one who I'm like, if she does not take the win, I'm, I'm going to be mad. But I was so happy when I she won. I was so nervous it was going to be Le Grand Dame, but um, I, 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 you know, I was loving Le Grand Dame. So, but I was like, but I felt like Paloma deserved the win. I felt like they were trying to push Le Grand Dame, but I was like, no, Paloma was the one who clearly deserve the win this was another season with a very strong cast um there were some filler queens we got rid of early on um mm-hmm. but then when we got really to like that top six it was like no ellipse should not be going right now and then yeah. it got even worse when we were um between lolita and big bartha we're like no one should be going and the fact that cam hugh didn't even get to that point shocker I mean, well, you know, you know, you know like, I, I was okay with Cam leaving when she did. I, I thought like she was a look queen, but she wasn't like delivering well, anything else. Yeah. In it was she wasn't giving anything else. So that's where I, I was kind of like, mm, I'm okay with you going home here. This also gave us the probably the smallest set in Drag Race history um, when everything was done in the workroom. Yeah. And this was the first time we, I believe, or no, well, second time, because it was on Natalia. The second time we had um, Snatch Game on the main stage. And I was like, this is weird. What are we doing? I was like, RuPaul would never. And then UK4, we did it on the main stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I enjoy Drag Race France. Another one where we had some incredible looks, incredible culture brought in. Um, and I didn't know all the guest judges, but they were all there for it. They were fun. John Paul yeah. Gaultier. That, yeah. was, that was that was, was a yes. And it, the season was very fashion oriented. Mm-hmm. As you would hope and expect I, from like correct. France drag I mean, race. Yeah, that's absolutely like if it didn't, you know, what what would they be doing? Like, come hey, on. Listen, now. that's why Le Grand Dame got a lot of free passes because of fashion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's very tall. <laughs> I literally, when I saw Sminty drop, I was like, oh, it's Le Grand Dame, the English version. <laughs> the English version. Um, yeah, I think Drag Race France, another one, if you haven't watched it, a, a good one to watch. Um, and yeah, I think Nikki was a good host simply because she had a connection with the Queens, kind of in the same way that uh, Mama Pow did. But it was very personal in a way that Mama Pow didn't compete before and know how the game works. Nikki did. Mm-hmm. So I think she was a good host. Um, I'm excited to see what Drag Race France brings us next year. I've heard rumors that um, they want to bring a drag king on, but maybe someone's saying no because they want to do it first. But uh, you had your time, Mr. Charles. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to happen. Hey, I mean, listen, we had that mini challenge with the drag kings in it. Yep. So good. I mean, the representation, like, it just, again, the, that one moment, like for me was just like so memorable and on top of it the season as a whole i think was great the challenges were great like there was nothing that i was upset about the whole season even the judge seemed rather fair like throughout the entire season i think the only thing again culturally that was a little weird and hard to watch is the treatment of lolita yeah, I was going to um, say the way yeah. Lolita was treated as a, as a from as a, the non-French right. person in France, they really there were moments because they they would they would be like, "Well, we love that you bring your culture, 
but you're being the, but you're in the bottom because of your culture. It was just yeah. there were a couple there were a couple of times where you're like, I, you guys are not the representation is not looking good here as well to an extent. Was that her name Solas? So Muse. So um, I can't wait to see well, Soa versus Queen Kong in a lip sync one day. Oh, oh God, that'd be amazing. So good. Let's move on to favorite guest judge. In third place is a tie between Theresa May on Drag Race Swan U2 and Hannah Waddingham on Drag Race UK4. Second, oh, place is, so good. second place is Lizzo from Drag Race 14. And our mm-hmm. winner, it all goes back to the fucking lip sync. It is Jonathan Dumb Bailey Cameron. on Drag Race UK versus the world. Uh, no one has lived for a lip sync since like Alicia Dixon, the way that Jonathan Bailey lived for that lip sync. Oh, Jonathan Bailey. Our soon to be Fiero. Uh, Gay Fiero. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, why did we love Jonathan Bailey? Is it just because he's hot and from Bridgerton, or was he just a like, fun person to watch on the show? I think he's a fun person. Like, uh, I remember him from his one episode of Doctor Who and I was like, oh, hello. Um, but yeah, Bridgerton, I think, was what like put him in. But then it's like, but he's been, he was doing like Broadway or West End theater for so long that you're just like, okay. Like he's an very well award winner. Mm-hmm. He won for the role of Jamie in Company, the same yep. role that Matt Doyle won for in Company for the Tony Award. Yep. Jamie? Who's yeah. Jamie? It's the, uh, the, the gender. The, yeah, the gender what? swap, Amy. Uh, Not getting married today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they got the they got that song. Um, we got to obviously talk about um, the big impact that Theresa May and other queens made being previous guests. Uh, yes, um, but we're, we'll talk about we're going to put a pin on that for a second. Oh, but okay. um, it's really important that Drag Race is fine. It's like, no, 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 we're going to allow Spanish speaking queens to come here and judge. Um, obviously, we've had MV Peru. We also had Alexis Mateo this season. Um, there's a there's something going on in Canada. I need someone to figure out why are we not allowing them to be in drag? I'm wondering if it's the same thing, like it's the only the host can be in drag type of thing. So you're saying Brooklyn Heights is equal to RuPaul? <gasps> he thinks that. He, he, yeah. Yeah. Yes, well, um, we, well I, I didn't watch the episode where Supreme Deluxe guest was Supreme in drag or was she? She sure was. Oh, she okay. was in drag. She absolutely was. Good, because good, I, I love Supreme Deluxe. She's oh, my favorite. Um, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. know. Yeah, so because you had Monet in drag for the challenge or for the photos, out of drag for the runway or for the presentation. Then you had Jimbo and Brianka the same, like not in drag. I like Boyanka, though. I love Boyanka. Yeah. Maybe they weren't paid enough. Maybe they. Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> probably <laughs> oh, you want me in makeup? Um, I'll paint. Otherwise, I'll be out of drag, and that is what it is. Now, obviously, Lizzo was our episode one on season fourteen. We're gonna get Ariana Grande. Who is next? Is it gonna be Cher? It's got to be Cher. We need. We need Britney. We need Cher. We need Madonna. Like yeah. she'll never do it. Madonna will that's never the do three it. I'm thinking of. Mm. Why not? She would do it. No way, no fucking way. There's not enough money in there for Madonna to appear. Mm -hmm. Um, Or care about what's going on. Yeah, um, but, but no, I think but she, Cher would. She wouldn't I, care. No, I think no but would. I, but she I'm pretty sure um, she would. She would make sure Michelle Visage couldn't be on set with her. 
Um, <laughs> that wouldn't it, oh, that's probably what's keeping her mm-hmm. awake. Um, She's on but, Michelle. Mm-hmm. The reshading order is still in, into effect, Michelle. Do you think we're ever going to have Adele on UK? It's got to happen, right? Why not? Oh, I think I, was, I, I would oh, be. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we get her. Best, I think. I thought we were going to have her for four because, again, she is like best friends with Alan Carr. So you would think Alan would be able to pull a couple strings. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless that's when she was supposed to be in uh, Vegas. Right, and they're like, oh, filming, UK. filming, can, yeah. like filming, yeah. like when they filmed. Yeah. Um, obviously, Celine Dion has some health issues right now. So maybe it's going to be a harder pull for her to be on Drag Race. But you know she would do it if she could. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of love having a big pop star as our premiere. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the usual now at this point. Well, yeah, it's kind of been become a staple since what, season? It's like eight. Season eight, nine? Eight, nine? Nine, yeah. Yeah, nine, nine was the Gaga. Nine. Yeah, it was Gaga. But see, here's the thing. It's like they're bringing these people, they're making such a big deal and hyping up people for premieres that we've already seen as guests. Yeah, like Ariana was on, on season seven. Like. It's like the impact <laughs> is not like they're making it like, like okay if i was a newbie to drag race and like oh my god now it's on mtv oh my god let's watch this shit i'd be like oh my god gag i'm gonna watch because ariana grande but like for the actual drag race fandom that we've been there we've seen it we've seen it like who like show me a chair okay we'll make a big Mm -hmm. that you know not no offense ariana or or something that like would tie into the fact that you're going to mtv and having someone that used to be big on mtv come on for the first episode like to tie like to kind of in together would have been fun the other guest judge that we we made a big impact this year Mm -hmm. was um we finally know how to say tuve lu yeah (laughs) i'm shocked i I did not see anyone do the tuve lu helmet for halloween Mm-hmm. why no one did that i don't get it let's go to our next category it is favorite supporting judges um michelle visage had three chances do you think she got first place <laughs> no <laughs> yes third place we have brad goreski and tracy melcher second place brad. the yeah. hobbies and in a locking and yeah. first place is michelle visage graham norton and Alan Carr. nice <laughs> I think of all of hers, I do like the three of them together. And it's maybe because Graham and Alan are such good comedians. They have such a great rapport with the Queens. Yeah. But I just have such a soft spot for Reese Nicholson. I think he's so I, 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 I really like Reese too. I really like Brad. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't take much of what Brad and no, not Brad, sorry, of what Graham and what's his name? Alan, Alan have Carr? to say about drag right. for the most part. Like I don't really take mm-hmm. their opinion seriously. I feel like most of the time Graham is like, is this truly drag? Like, I don't know. And it's like, shut up. Buddy. Why are you judging the show? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, second place, we had the hobbies and analoging. So let's move on to discussing Drag Race Espana 2. Our winner is Sharon. Um, kind of saw that one coming all season long, but my heart was like, come on, give it to Estrella. Give it to Estrella. She's so good. She's so funny. Um, the impact that Drag Race España has made on Spain is ginormous. They have their own version of We're Here with Supreme and Poopy Poison, Sharon and Estrella. Poopy Poison. Ruin uh, never. Would ruin never. never. Mm. Try to help um, people's lives, uplift trans youth. Never. Right. Never. Um, 
the the cast of Espana two obviously overall was a step up than Espana one, and we had some incredible challenges. The best talent show ever. I think you you also was they went out the gate episode one talent show, and you were below. You were like, this is the talent of this cast. How the fuck are they going to make it through the season? This is like. The, I'm like you are shooting your load right here. Like you could, they're like, there's can they go higher? And it was just a stellar cast. And I felt like Supreme and the Hobbies and Analogy. And I felt like they got their footing. It was like they like season one. They they they're like they were like okay, we've done it before. Now that we can do it again, and that's why I feel like with Nikki Doll and like uh, Mama Palace said, they have one season in them. S- season two usually you get better with the second season for the most part. And that's what I felt with this season. I thought like they were just tens across the board better than they were last season in regards to how they were with the Queens, how they were on the judging panel together, how they talked to the Queens. It was just amazing. And Supreme didn't look busted this, this season too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yes. Nice. And she did not wear a gray rooted wig every episode. <laughs> um, obviously season two gave us um, our first trans contestant for Espana and our first bearded queen in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also what was really fun is to see how much impact the hobbies have. Like we are so hot. Mm-hmm. We a musical and you're going to perform our musical. And it was actually I'm really good. I'm subscribing to their OnlyFans. Oh my god! <laughs> you want to be their third, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought the musical was so much fun, and it was only oh, the musical was so much fun. Australia were so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And Sharona, yeah, it was. If people don't know, is competing to be the España Spain representation for Eurovision this coming year. Which would be huge. I don't think she's going to get it, but I would love to see her at um, Eurovision. Oh yeah, she's oh, um, she's just so good. Yeah, and and again, the cast is lovable. The season was great, and again, we get culture. They bring in Spanish culture into the show. Um, I think it's been a a good tell that España is here to stay, especially if we are getting España All Stars like after three seasons yeah yeah i mean one was wildly successful i think in the grand scheme of like international seasons two hit it out of the park as well i only seeing it rising from here and 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 all-stars for like specifically spanish-speaking queens is like exactly what the show needs like california versus the world would be amazing it. I've already cast it. I, I'm ready to go. Let me cast it. I've got a brilliant cast from all. Is Lanesha Sparks on it? No. Why? Because <laughs> I got better options. Oh my no. god. Better options. This is where Alyssa Hunter will win potentially, maybe potentially. Mm-hmm. True. All right, let's go to our category of iconic moment. What do you think would take this category? Amanda, I think I know where you're going think maybe mm-hmm, no mm-hmm. not sure um i do think any of the moments would uh revolve uh, my girl victoria scon i think uh she definitely gave us iconic moments this year um and i'll leave it at that yeah that's just um, um i i forgot what the list was so i don't even remember what i voted for <laughs> Alicia, what do you think i'll say camden's uh 
Freddie Mercury fall reveal. Wasn't even a nominee. I probably, probably should have put it up there. But uh, we had a tie in third place for Bosco and Jasmine Kennedy having the trans discussion on Untucked. Mm-hmm. Tied with Supreme Deluxe being the first franchise host to guest judge another franchise. Second place is Victoria Scone serving a drag king look with 34.3% of the vote being for Jinx Monsoon becoming the first two-time winner. Oh. Uh, which makes sense. I mean, that was very, very yeah, iconic. But true. again, Victoria... Drag King look, very important. Um, and I would like to have a little bit of a conversation about this because it's something I posted on the podcast and it's something when I redid all this, I was like, wait, 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 wait. We, we, we had some Drag King inspired looks before. We have had milk. We also, this year, it was in the Butch Queen category. We had no heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Alaska in the challenge got red for filth for doing her Buffalo Bill. Thing. Fair, fair. Oh yeah. Uh, but Victoria Scone doing a drag king look made the impact as it was an AFAB performer doing a drag king look. Is that why the others just don't matter as much, Amanda? Because we've discussed this before. Um, it's not that they don't matter, but like this representation is significantly more like you're, you're reaching more people i think right mm-hmm. you're having people that maybe out of drag are potentially more masculine anyway right and it's not that it i mean obviously there's a transformation and it was great but you're not speaking to a community versus victoria scon doing this literally spoke to so many people and like literally validated that what you're doing has impact and deserves to be highlighted absolutely again that moment also like stole the show thanks thank you yeah yeah um i think again what happened with this whole moment was we had a lot of clickbait articles being like first drag king on the show obviously not true it was maybe some people didn't really know the show as well they think they do Mm -hmm. um but it was a very very important moment just like bosco and jasmine having this moment in the talks like, I don't think people really realize that's never happened on this show before like that. Mm-hmm. And it was un- untucked. And we don't have Rue commenting on it, which sucks. I, why is Rue not saying anything? Because Rue doesn't care. Um- <laughs> <laughs> if the cameras aren't whirling, don't talk oh to me. Oh my God. No, but seriously, like, just to go back to Victoria, like, look how exciting it was to have the Drag King's be featured on a mini challenge in Drag Race France. And that was just like a feature, like as an accessory almost, but it was mm-hmm. a big monumental moment where it was like, oh my God, we're getting, you know, visibility. Like Drag Kings are getting visibility. The AFAB community is getting visibility. To have an actual contestant, a front runner, no less, yeah. who is already, like, do you like tears? Tears. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's stick with this season and discuss Canada versus the world. Please welcome to the stage, Riga Morris. Um, <laughs> I will make no secret about it. This is my least favorite season of the entire 11. Wow. Um, because yeah. I just felt this was just not fair. Nothing about this season felt fair. There was no fun in the season. It was boring. Part of the season was the top two picked the same person every single week. The chances of that are so slim, and it happened. The biggest shocking elimination... Is Kendall gender? What? No. Where is the drama? 
But for me, it really does come down to a season 11 sister judging two season 11 sisters in the final lip sync when someone still has a better track record. We've all made conversations about, oh, well, Monet had a better lip sync, but she lost to Jinx. Well, Jinx had a better season overall. That's what Victoria had this season. Debatably. Bullshit. That she did not get to win or even have the chance to be in that final lip sync. Yeah. So that's where I stand on this season. I also think this season... I think this this season also suffered because a lot of I think the production's first choices weren't able to make it or couldn't make it due to one thing or another. So it so so the alternates were kind of like, oh, you're here. Kind of, I think that's how it felt. Fair, fair. I mean, again, it's we have learned through the Roscoe's thing officially that um, Kendall was a alternate. Um, and I'm 100% fairly certain it was for Trinity K. Bonet, who I think personally would have won the season. Um, yeah, I, I know the season two UK girls all said no because they would have had like a week to uh, get ready for the season. So that's why we were we had three, uh, two from UK three. Um, and again, Rita was the only one in this cast who was not on the show in 2021. Mm-hmm. So it felt weird. It felt It felt like a very... Well, we have to do this season. These are the only people available, so they're under contract. Let's do it. Yep. What other thoughts do we have on Canada vs. the World before we move on? Because clearly I'm very negative on this one. I <laughs> Someone give us positivity. You were so negative about it. Like, I actually really enjoyed the season. Again, like the whole niceness, I just, I'm going to attribute to Canada being Canada. Um, let's talk about, you know, the prime minister making a feature of that. Was Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like that yes. was definitely an iconic moment for sure. Um, I mean, honestly, it was a great season until the last episode. And that's just the truth for me. Like, I think, again, the way it was set up, it didn't make sense in my head. And that's not even even with a bias, you know, because I wanted Victoria to win. It just, again, it, it you know, it didn't add up. Like, the track records didn't add up. And it just wasn't fair. Yeah. Um, well, but- as someone who was Team Raja, like, even I can admit, like, she didn't like earn that like her all-stars six showing was way better than right what we saw here yeah and so uh, was it enjoyable like did i tune in every week yes did i like fully like live for the moment yeah it was great like i i have nothing bad to say also though granted take that with a grain of salt because it is the season we just finished like <laughs> it's just it's the freshest in my mind mm-hmm. but you know I didn't think it was horrible. I think now it's time to retire Silky and Raja from Drag Race for a couple of years. From Drag Race, yes. If you want to put them on The Amazing Race together, I'll watch that. That'd be fun. That would be great. Yeah, put them in something like that's not not Drag Race the title. Yes. I will say the I think the highlights for me was like, you know, Isis's runways were stellar. Um, I I enjoyed seeing Anita Wiglet on my screen, even if she wasn't at her best. She She was was still, it was just like, (laughs) she's just such a warm, like, personality that I'm like going, yes, you are not good here, but you are just like, you're just so warm and lovable that I just love seeing you on my screen. I thought Silky had a nice redemption arc because of like her season and and she was very vocal about how she was perceived on season 11 going into all-star six she had that guard up and that like fucked her up going on that season um victoria i felt like we got to finally see what she can do and if she hadn't hurt herself she probably would have won season three um and getting to see and i think vanity getting to like show 
so herself good. and black girl magic and uh black excellence she she got to do all that so i think there was like highs in that but yeah the favoritism of rita was clear oh, production yeah. wanted canada to get that take that win get that crown you know the olympics of drag and I think there, yeah. So it's like for me, I think the highs still outweigh the lows. So it's like it wasn't perfect, but it was like still enjoyable. It's a nice little, yeah. I guess it's a palate cleanse getting ready for the new year. Yeah. There we go. I love yeah, it. Okay. Let's move on to trade of the year. Nope. Let's talk about hot people. Mm. Um, Amanda, clearly you love um, the gay boys. Who's, who's number one trade? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, my response, I mean, I did request this edition, so I'm going to say uh, Pangina for me personally. Okay, um, strong choice. Yeah, very, like, I, I can't, the amount of tweets I sent out, like, it was just like, I remember you were thirsting. I very really, hardcore. My my best friend messaged me separately and was like, you gotta stop. Like you are just like, what is this? Like people are gonna think like you have some like weird like fetish or something. I was like, no, they're hot. Like I'm sorry. Like they just do something to me. I'm sorry. Not apologizing. Sorry, not sorry. No. Miss Felicia, who gets you going? Um, definitely Alyssa Hunter is my favorite yeah. snack <laughs> of the season. Um, I think I put Pangina as my crush. So She's high up there, mm. but wasn't my trade. And I think King, so I always call her King Kong, Queen Kong. Um, oh, Queen Kong, yeah. Probably America's or Global's choice for like trade of the season. Precious, where you, where you think is the my trade went to Italia. It went to Scandalo. Oh, all right. So in fifth place with five point seven of the vote is Jadison's Hall. Fourth place, 8.6% of the vote goes to Queen Kong. Third place was a tie between Kendall Gender and Scandalove. Second place is Pangina Heels with 45.7% of the vote going to Alyssa Hunter. I mean, she is hot. (laughs) I'm here for it. Oh my God. Like the first time I, we saw that trailer and we saw Alyssa out of drag, I was like, who is so that? <laughs> like not even my type. I was like, I, oh my God. Um, the taste. See, not even your type, but <laughs> it, you just know you got eyes. Um, listen, I, um, as I've mentioned, hopefully perhaps I might be able to give some of our winners uh, a coveted Rue Lock Talk badge at DragCon. Um, this is going to be one where I'm going to be like, everyone thinks you're hot. Here's a pin. Let me put it on you. <laughs> Here's my number. Would you like um, me to put it on you? you. <laughs> well, we talked about Scandalove, and let's talk about Drag Race Italia 2. We don't have Scout here. I don't know where Scout is. I think Scout died, but we're going to talk about Drag Race Italia 2, where our winner is La Diamond. And the big news here is our winner actually won Maxi Challenges. So if you combine <laughs> the Maxi Challenge wins for La Diamond and the Maxi Challenge wins from Electrobionic, we have an average of two wins. Diamond won four of them. Um, I thought this was a much better season than the first season. They figured out how to do the show now. It's still got its weird quirks and stuff. Um, But I think Priscilla is a pretty good host. But the way they do it there is they let the other two have almost more time Mm -hmm. than she does. And Tommaso Zorzi clearly is funding half this show because he's a rich motherfucker and is very hot and whatever. And Chiara Francini is just an insane human being. 
um, what a crazy person I want to go have lunch with and, and, and just understand why she wears all these headpieces. Um, we had a very strong top four. I think it's one of the best top fours in many, many franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, they also created a girl group in their top four called Fort Boone, um, and they're starting to tour a little bit. Um, but rumor has that we may have seen one of these top four on our screens again on another television show. It will be the second Rue girl on a Queen of the Universe season if the cast is correct, as Aura is going to be on Queen of the Universe too. Crazy, right? Exciting. Um, I, I enjoyed Italia too. Precious, what did you think? I know you watched. Uh, yeah, I, I watched up to. I think I, I saw five of the eight. So I, I, I like. I, uh, yeah. So I got to a point. I thought the the cast I felt was a lot better. There wasn't. A, they weren't as dramatic as season one. Season one, they were very dramatic. Um, I thought, like, I did feel like. Priscilla was got her, getting her footing in as a host. Uh, what's his name? Tommaso. Tom, Tommaso. Oh my god, he can he can do whatever he wants to me. Um, <laughs> I did feel the, I did feel that I think the one lip sync I was I wish they would have gone different with was the Pantera virus versus Joffrey. I was like, Joffrey, like, it was Pantera, Pantera killed that lip sync, and then they told her, because you've been in the bottom so much, you can't stay. But I was like, this person is going to go home next, so I don't know why you're, like, why you're, like, keeping Everything them around. this season was great, except for Joffrey. I just, I didn't get it. I didn't. I didn't. I think he's cute. Fine. He is cute. So, I think he's adorable. But I didn't get terrible. his, I didn't get him. Yeah. The makeup. This is a drag competition. You have to do makeup. Like this was so bad. Um, and she calls herself a New York queen. No, you can't. No, don't, don't you do that. Um, but yeah, Joffrey was definitely the confusing part of this season. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 again, if you but overall, it's like, I, I called the diamond being the winner, I think by episode two, I'm like, oh, yes. if she does not win this season, I don't know who's going to win it. Scout and but, I um, joked that, um, that in the preview that it was going to be aura simply because we thought um, Mac cosmetics wanted like a biological woman looking mm-hmm. person to do it. And then you have at the final episode, you have electrobionic actually doing drag finally. Um, so we're like, aura is going to win. But then watching the season, I really thought millennia had a good freaking chance and yes, I'm incredibly biased because she's an incredible drag artist, but the diamond was a superstar. One of the best. I didn't get, I didn't get, Aura didn't like, I couldn't get behind her. Every time I saw her on the runway, I was like, it was the loss in translation for me where I watch her runways. I'm like going like, I don't get this. Is she supposed to be funny? And then they're eating it up. And I'm like going, what's, I, I can't see what you're seeing. I'm like, subtitles, make this make sense. Hear, we're going to get to hear her voice again soon. Mm-hmm. All right, biggest crush. It's our last category. Um, someone said Pangina as their biggest crush. Do you think they're the winner? Yes. Amanda, who's your biggest crush of the season of the year? I want to say Pangina again. Okay, okay. Precious. Um, because I requested they be added, Legrandam. Legrandam did get a vote. Um, not their their fifth place. <laughs> it, was, it was my vote. I voted for him. It was your vote. You Legrandam was tied with Janie Jacquet and Miss Fierce Delicious. Okay. Uh, fourth place went to Marina Summers. 
we had a tie in third place between Georges and Le Petit Noir, who I, oh my God, that Um, second place, another child that is very, 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 very cute twink, uh, Beverly Kills. But the request came in and the request was made. It's Panjana Heels with 30% (laughs) of the vote. Um, what makes Pangina just so lovable and, and cuddly, and, and why do we love Pangina? Well, Pangina rode me once um, back in Connecticut a long, long time ago. I saw her. She came through, and she performed, and she pulled me up on stage and pretended to have sex with me, so that's why she's my friend. <laughs> do you think about that on a nightly basis? I do, I do. It was a fun time. Jealous. I'm so jealous. You don't even know. <laughs> are, you, are you watching uh, Tongue Tied? On Wow Presents Plus, so fun. It's it's really it's really cute. It's really cute. It's like it's like it's been four episodes. They're all like not even twenty minutes long. Like they're quick <laughs> watches. On. Yeah, she got honey this week. All right, and we have our final season to discuss. It is Canada's Drag Race three. And um, spoilers: I just did not like Canada this year. This was another bad, bad season. Oh my god. Um, the winner, my- rightly so, I think Giselle was brilliant. But this season was bogged down by shocking saves. Of course, mm-hmm. it did not deserve to go any fucking further. Yes, yeah, I'm looking Hudson. I felt, yeah, I felt like this season had a decent, had a good cast, but they didn't know what to do with them. And I think they had a, the production had an idea of who they wanted the finale, and they didn't care where anyone else placed. Right, like, because again, like, based on track record, Kimmy Couture, no. Well, based yeah. on track record, Vivian Vivian Vanderpuss was the front runner when she got eliminated. Right. Like she she had the best track record going into that episode, and it was like okay for she's going home because you can't like well, she it was Kimmy her and Kimmy right versus yes. each other. It's yes. like Kimmy's an amazing lip syncer. Like you weren't you weren't going to beat her, but it was like at but the that, time like that that ball that was terrible for kimmy she should have gone yeah home. but at that I point think, too it's I like think, kimmy had been the bottom so much you're like i think it's time we let her go even though her verse in the final challenge was good but i think lady boom boom should have stayed over kimmy absolutely yep she mm-hmm. got robbed um now i think the one thing that i will say like in retrospect giselle was our winner but the star of the season really was Fierce Delicious. delicious. Yeah. She went from brat to superstar. I couldn't Sabotage. stand her in the Meet the Queens, and I real quick liked her. She was um, so fun. She almost became one of her, one of the very few villains to win the show, which would have been amazing. Um, but Such you, you can't TV. deny how good her drag is. Very. And she needs she'll, 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 do, need she'll be fine going on a Versus the World or an All-Stars. I need her in case. Her and Tace on a season together is all I need. You want show. legs. That's all you want. You want to show the legs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Amanda, what did you think of Drag Race, Canada's Drag Race 3? Another one that was an enjoyable season, but I do think like there were a lot of questionable choices made with eliminations, um, people, you know, staying much longer than they needed to, um, people leaving too soon. Um, we had a lot of... Uh, really great representation this season and they got eliminated very quickly yeah and it sort of was a shame it's like well then why did you even bother almost like i don't know it just doesn't you know i mean not of course you know talent and and then success in the challenges is what's going to get you far right not your 
diversity mm-hmm. or background or whatever. And I get that. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like it is such a disservice. Like we, we definitely could have learned more about these cultures, more about these artists. And I don't know, you know, again, there was a lot of rigamorous here too. Mm-hmm. Um, what's happening in Canada? What's happening? They're nice and sweet, no drama, but there's a lot of rigamorous. There's one burning question that no one has answered for me and no one seems to care as much as I do. <laughs> Where was Amanda Bruegel? No mention of her going away. She's disappeared. Yeah, she just disappeared. They're like, she's not coming back. I liked Amanda. I mean, the same thing happened with Stacy too. Well, no, Stacy we knew because she had COVID. She could literally could not oh. come back, which is why they had Amanda and oh. uh, Tracy. I don't really like Amanda or Tracy, to be honest. Tracy's okay. She's not. She's like, all right. She tries a little hard. I mean, yeah, she. I does think. Try. I think it's like. I think she's true. Yeah, it's like she's trying really hard. I don't mind Tracy. Um, I also think I love like this season. Also, the Vivian Vanderpuss and Irma Gerd pairing. I I just love the two of them together. They were just uh the fact they that were just so lovely. Irma Gerd. Irma Such a good drag name. Such a good, good drag name. name. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, uh, and they were just like, I think there's just so many like they had some really stellar contestants that like I like didn't get a chance to really show who they were. Um, yeah, I think it's it was by the time it got to the end, I was like, well, this is who I want to win, and then they get eliminated. I'm going, okay, well, between the who's left, I, I, it better be her. It's just like, yeah, right. that's what what happened for me. But then again, I went into the season wishing Giselle the win, so I was happy how mm-hmm. it resulted. Um, maybe the journey to get there wasn't the best, but she did have a very good snatch game. We'll mm. give her that one. Oh, her Marie Curie was amazing. Yeah. Stupid. Maybe that's what um French Canadian drag is, just stupid. It's well, that's or or because Rita really tries hard to be stupid in her drag. Yeah, I know that it doesn't come across it, it doesn't come across always as 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 like what the fuck are you doing? Um but yeah, Giselle Giselle had looks, she had um a fun like personality it was like she was likable she wasn't like she was like i think for i think it was she wasn't i think she was in the background for the first two episodes and then it was like once it got to the smaller cast you were like listen oh we're now seeing you shine you couldn't be in the foreground if fierce delicious was there oh yeah it was the beginning of that season well, because they even didn't talk there, or when they're in the, they're untucked, they're like, well, we, sometimes we don't say things because we know if we upset you, it's going to ruin the mood of the entire and the literally, entire when, you have, like- <laughs> when you have a previously on that is just a recap of Fierce Delicious and her antics, you know she's a superstar. That's so. called mm-hmm. sabotage. Yeah. So good. Um, sabotage. Sabotage. It's time to wrap this podcast up. We've gone through 17 awards, we've gone through 11 seasons. What do you hope to see in 2023? Amanda, let's start with you. Oh my gosh. Um, I See, I'm, I'm teeter-tottering between thinking too many drag race seasons for a year versus loving the queer representation on our television, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I, a lot of the times, like I do think it's too much and there's a little bit of burnout and especially because the seasons are so back to back to back even within franchises, right? Like, I feel like, give it a rest, take a break, like kind of go back to, you know, just, it's okay. But at the same time, like, if the contestants are going to be this great and the talent and challenges are going to be this great, like, I'm not mad at it. Like, it's wonderful. And I, I, 
it's something really cool to look forward to, you know, so much so that, you know, people are saying, you know, it's like, it's like all you're watching is drag race. Like I've had friends say that, like, I'm like, oh, wait, I have to watch this tonight. Like it's a new episode. They're like, you literally watched like an, you were watching drag the other day. I was like, oh, that was the new episode of that. Mm-hmm. fucking seasons of drag like, that's you're like well fridays is the is the regular one with rupaul uh, that's the u.s one saturday is ruined down under then on wednesdays we're in canada tuesdays we're in spain it's just like yeah. and i actually enjoyed that they decided to space them out a little bit this year because i think yes. what like there was one week was there one point where there was three episodes the same airing day. on the same day it wasn't like it was like oh this week there's three episodes it's like okay but no this was three episodes being aired on the same day. And you're just like, one of you needs to move. Like, we can't have this. This is too much. Too much. I can do with two because one is like, oh, one's like, will hit like, wow, in the afternoon. So when I got off work, I can watch that one. And then it's like, by the time that one's done, it's like, oh, now this one drops. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm already watching it. It's not like, oh, I have to wait till 11 o'clock at night to see it. It's like. Yeah, but. Um, this holy shit. Oh, wait, go ahead, go ahead. oh sorry. Um. But yeah, like I'm, I'm also really excited about the new uh, potential for franchises and you know new countries. That's always really, really exciting. Um, we'll we'll talk about those at the very end. Okay. Miss <laughs> um, Felicia, world domination or pure saturation? <laughs> um, what's the difference? <laughs> no, uh, I have a list of what I want for the new year. Uh, so strap in. Let's hear it. I, I, I want. Fun and exciting challenges that we haven't seen before. I want a hair show. Like, they they have to style wigs. Like, that never happens. Uh, I want... I'm over the Snatch game. We, we need to change it up. Do something different. I'm over it. I want uh, on All-Star Seasons queens from before Season 11. Uh, older queens. I think it's time for some Season 10 queens. Cameron Michaels, Asia O'Hara, where have they been? Um, get them back on TV. Boss events. Courtney Act. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. saying bring uh, Courtney back. Uh, it's time to bring her back on Drag Race. Um, that's my list. <laughs> Precious, that's what are it. your what are your demands? Uh, my demands. Um, queens that know what they're getting themselves into when they sign up to do this. Um, and I want, if you're going to be pretty, I would like you to have an ounce of talent to back up that pretty because so many girls think that they're going to win just based on the fact that they can, they're, they're just pretty. But I'm like, if they don't have any talent behind it, I'd like to see them know their worth and that they're more than just a pretty face. Um, yet challenges that we ha- like reinvent some of these challenges that have become stale, um, especially on the main season, we've. There's so many, it's like, I don't want to be a cookie cutter season. I want us to have fun. I, I want us to have fun again, I think with the main US drag. And I think why the international seasons are dominating is because they are throwing fresh. in pressure. They're showing fresh concepts and especially because they're bringing in their culture. And well, I don't really know what the US really has to show for their culture right now. So um, <laughs> We had a red, white, and blue ball. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I think for me, I'm going to go with a lot of the same things. I really want some new, fresh things. I would like things that we haven't seen before. Um, asking for culture in America really is kind of um, near impossible. Exactly. Um, 
Oh, but sorry I, to I, cut you off, but drama on Untucked. We need bring <laughs> back old Untucked, like drama. Bring me the drama. I want it. Sorry. My God. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I, I, I want, I, I, I think there's this thing that we're seeing here, at least in America, is there's an expectation of I'm a drag queen. I should be on Drag Race. But we're seeing that these top tier queens are not necessarily always going to be there. You'll get one or two nowadays as opposed mm-hmm. to the entire season of, of our wish list is on the show. We're not getting that anymore. It's changing. Drag is become accessible to mm-hmm. many people. And the average person is getting on Drag Race. And that's kind of amazing to see. It just means you now need to step your fucking pussy up and make sure that average person is able to be as good as a Drag Race queen can be. Um, I, I, I think we are going to hit a very big new frontier when it comes to the new seasons. And let's discuss that in the sense of, I think every single new season is not English speaking. Yeah, I'm excited to see how that's going to work out. So, what you, let, wait, let what? Me, yeah, so let's like let's every every new franchise that we're getting. Correct. Okay. So we have season 15. Obviously, we have our cast. We have the, that preview podcast will probably be out the day after this one. I'm very excited. We are getting an All Stars eight. Um, Drag Race Thailand is in limbo at the moment. Um, it is now being pitched to another company, I believe. But I have a feeling we are going to get Thailand. Um, UK five is filming. Something else is filming after that. What it is exactly is still up in the air, but we'll find out soon. In the UK or just in general? In the UK. Okay. Um, Canada's Drag Race four. I'm I'm sure it, I believe is already casting. Yeah. Drag Race Holland is the one that I don't know where we're at anymore. I'm not sure if it's dead or alive or what's happening. Um, I'm going to try to do some investigation while I'm in london because the cast of one and two will be there uh, so i'm gonna try to find out um, those are and those are some girls i would love to see like either if they do another versus like i'd love to see chelsea boy we need some season two queens back mm-hmm. give me setter jean give me fucking setter jean that's Sutter the best setter yeah. jean um, chelsea boy kenny minaj kenny minaj um drag race down under season three has uh, allegedly already been cast it's gonna happen um, Drag Race España 3 is happening as well as uh, All Stars. Drag Race France is happening for season two. Drag Race uh, Italia 3, I believe, is happening. Um, Philippines 2 is, is going to be happening. Versus the World is the one that's up in the air. We don't know if Versus the World is over and Global All Stars is taking over taking or if they're going to be in addition to each other. I don't know. We'll find it's out. like, what's the difference? <laughs> Two episodes. Here's what we got <laughs> that has already been. I, I would rather see a global all stars and make it like a more spectacular thing where it's not six episodes yeah. and just this can be. Is say them. If we're going to do global all stars, I want every single week to have um, a judge from another franchise on a, as a yes. guest judge. That would yeah. be cool. I would also love global all stars to be this is your team from this and you compete as a team. Oh, no, no teams. Love, no teams. Yes, no teams. I, wa- I no. want it to be global <laughs> domination. That'd be awesome. So here is what we have. We have Belgique. We have Belgium coming. Um, already filmed. And again, we know that Rita Vega is our host there. Um, so okay. excited to see how that's going to turn out. <laughs> I, I, I'm wondering how that's going to turn out. Yeah. We have Sweden. It's already filmed. I don't know the host's name. I can't remember. 
I'm going to have to start learning Swedish, which is very terrifying. That being said, I love me a Swedish twink. So with that pit crew, I'll launch. Oh, I'm looking forward to Sweden. Yes. Oh my God. Um, we have filming. This is what I've heard is going to be filming back to back to back in a country that is not any of theirs. We have Drag Race Brazil, Drag Race Mexico, and Drag Race Germany, allegedly all being filmed in Colombia. Why? I don't know. What? I'm so mad. You know I'm mad at that. Like, and y'all won't give us Drag Race Colombia. I just, I I can't. Like, what? It's very strange. I, again, I don't know how true this is. This is just something I'd heard um, through the grapevine. Um, But again, all those new seasons, nothing is in English, which is exciting. Love. What's Same for me because I'm gonna get a break. Uh, <laughs> what's missing? What What are we missing? What country needs their own iteration? Like China, Brazil. Did you say they're filming I Brazil? Brazil. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we do know that World of Wonder did um, send the rights to like Drag Japan. Race to. Um, are we getting uh, a bunch uh, of Asian seasons? Yes, we're yeah. India, yeah. Uh, Japan, Singapore, and one more, I believe, in the works. Nothing official yet. Um, but what's missing? Is there anything missing at this point? South Africa. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, again, supposed to buy Starlet. I mean, I'm biased. Like I just said, I can't believe they're filming in Colombia and they don't even want to. Consider- Would you be okay with like a Drag Race South America? Yeah, I've. I think I've proposed that before. Like Drag Race South America, Drag Race Latin America. If you really wanna, you know, if it's too much to go, like you're not gonna have like fucking every country. But if you want to have them all film and like film in like the middle, which would probably be like Panama or Colombia, then do that. Like that makes sense to me. But I will dare you film drag race in Colombia and you don't have the amazing talents of Colombian drag. Like I'm doing- Maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's wrong. I I hope I'm wrong, but we'll find out soon. Well, what if Brazil is more than just Brazil? Oh, the, the people of Brazil revolt oh, if it's no. not an entire Brazilian cast. They no, will yeah. literally revolt. It's gonna throw a fit. Mm-hmm. Well, I know <laughs> they love their drags. That's wait. It's crazy that um, Drag Race Brazil didn't even come to Brazil. It's so I, I can't I can't fathom that that's true, Michael. Like I cannot. Uh, you know what? I should ask one of my drag sisters in Bogota. I feel like they might know some tea, like someone who was working on a set or like maybe, I maybe, know, like maybe, maybe, right? Because well, if, well, if they don't pick up, they might be filming. Well, if- what's missing? What's, <laughs> yeah, what's missing, missing is Drag Race Las Vegas review season two. <laughs> <laughs> but we we need a maybe not that, but like another type of non competition drag race series either like a big brother or like a real world kind of slice of life kind of show where was the holiday special i was missing that this year like that would have been yeah we need another holiday special or or my fashion my fashion Mm -hmm. special that i was talking about oh that's cute yeah something all we can say is as much as we might get burnt out by drag race i think we all love it Mm -hmm. Very true. Or they can devote an entire season of the challenge to just drag queens. Yes. yes. Since they're since they've now joined the MTV Pantheon. Listen, I'm ready for Jax to be on the challenge. I will watch the shit. <laughs> I want Cameron Michaels. 
All right. Well, let us finalize things and find out where we can find y'all on social media and Venmo and any plugs you want to do. Let's go in alphabetical order. Amanda. Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, at amanda.massacre. I'm on Twitter, but most of y'all ain't ready to follow my Twitter. That's just private. <laughs> Fucking shit. And nobody's ready for that. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. Like book me. <laughs> <laughs> no like honestly it just it's uh it's been very nice uh, kind of getting back into the swing of things uh painting again going out to you know bars and clubs again if you've seen me you know I'm doing it with more frequency um you know just had to take a mental health break as I suggest you all do when you need we to all that. Yeah. I can't <laughs> well you know and whether you like it or not, uh, you're going to have to do it. But hey, I listen, I've, I've already joked that we're going to have um, uh, Block Talks next podcaster competition coming up. Yes, there you go. A guest <laughs> so that Michael can have a week off to himself. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. But no, honestly, like, I think it's so important. And I think it's renewed my interest in drag and like, really like, you know, again, just it's a little of, of the inspiration that I needed. So, you know, if you need a punk rock emo Latina Queen, I'm here. I'm here or book Wednesday. I mean, everybody loves me. <laughs> Miss um, if you want to follow me, you can do that on Instagram at Miss Felicia. That's at M-I-S-S-F-E-L-L-A-T-I-A because I will blow you away. Um, you can also Venmo me at T Grunin. That's T-G-R-U-N-I-N because I got to get paid as a boy. Um, <laughs> that's also my boy Instagram if you want to follow me there. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, you can catch me live. Um, I host a drag bingo the first Wednesday, the third Thursday of every month at Sycamore Bar and Flower Shop in Brooklyn. Come through. You're precious. You can find me on the Instagram at Harry is precious is Harry. Uh, the Venmo, Precious Envy. And if you're in the West Village, I'm usually in the back of the uh, the back of Rock Bar. Uh, asking for dollars. <laughs> I was gonna make another kind of joke on Jack of Rock. Well, only only on only on Friday and Saturday nights, and it's something else. <laughs> Friends, thank you so much for being here, Scout. I hope you're alive. We'll find out where you are. <laughs> um, yeah, dinner better have been good. <laughs> maybe maybe you went to Narnia. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Thank you for making 2022 a great year. What a year it's been. Thank Thanks for you. having us. Oh my goodness. Congratulations, Michael, on covering all of this for a yeah. year. <laughs> You're the true winner of this yeah. all. I think so. <laughs> The biggest thanks to my panel for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.